internet. Welcome to another episode of Pop Culture Over Pizza. This week we are convening a small council of the four of us to talk about the Game of Thrones uh, season eight finale. Uh, I'm here with the crew. First off, to my right, uh, Wolfie over here. And of course, you guys obviously know me as Jose. I'm the dire wolf known as Walt. I am no one. Valad Morkulis. And you should have been the direwolf, dude. I should have been the direwolf. Yeah. Sorry, I took that away from you. It's you can right. take it back. <laughs> yeah, but then if you were the direwolf, then nobody would pet you until the last episode of the season, which is terrible. That's oh, come on. That's is this already going to be like a foreshadowing of your feelings of the episode? Uh, well, season well, 7, he'd be all CGI. <laughs> season 8, I mean, episode 7, he'd be all CGI. Episode 8, he'd be actually there to touch. Yeah, no, I, I'm convinced that, that the the scene with uh, Ghost in episode six uh, with with uh, Jon Snow petting him was, was oh, done yes, in post-production like a week ago after the other episode and they sent him away. No, <laughs> They're I like, we need you to grow some hair for like just this episode and we're going to just have you pet Ghost so that the fan backlash on Twitter doesn't go crazy on us. No, <laughs> that's the, that was pre-planned. <laughs> we'll, we'll go into that later. Why? Yes. I, that. And I thought that that actually worked great. Yeah, no, but that was uh, that was an interesting moment in a, in an interesting episode. We'll put it that way. First thoughts, I guess. Um, we'll just keep it simple. We'll say, what do you guys think of the episode? Thumbs up or thumbs down? Uh, Wolfie, can we start with you? Yeah, I think it's a thumbs up all the way. Well, what do you think? Um, I'm gonna say what I said before. I liked it and I hated it. Mm. So, so wait, is that is that a thumbs that's, middle? That's a thumbs. That's I don't even know. You have to commit to that. Uh, you got to give us one thumbs, thumbs up or thumbs down right now. So far, before we discuss the episode, maybe you'll change your mind at the end. But ASAP, what do you think? <laughs> thumbs up for sure. Thumbs up. All right. Well, I'll I'll be on the side of evil on this one. If you if that's uh, the issue issue with saying how you felt about the episode, I have to give it a thumbs down. Overall, um, if I'm going to be honest, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to say that when I first finished watching the episode, I was kind of happy with it, but the more I kind of think about it, the, the less pleased I am really? with how things went. Yeah. yeah, I agree with him because uh, I yeah. saw the episode and initially I was like, okay, it's an ending, like Danny said, right? Mm-hmm. It's an ending, right? But then I rewatched it mm-hmm. and oh, it actually it. got worse for me. So I'm gonna. I'm not gonna say mm. thumbs up for thumbs down. I'm gonna give it a vote of no confidence. How about that? Okay. Does that, that work? Work in this parliament? I don't know no, that. no. It's a thumbs up or thumbs down. Give me a thumbs up or thumbs down right well, now. That's kind of. That's kind of. No, just like Daenerys, black and white. Give me a thumbs up or a there thumbs is down. No black and because white. we will it's not gray. start our discussion. We'll see. Like the ashes. <laughs> Thank you. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? All right. Fine. All right. We you want if if I'm if. I'm gonna say one thing. I probably lean towards thumbs down. All right, that's that's is that, is that good? A more yeah, answer. I just want to know where we're all starting from. That's a more okay. criminal answer. Okay, I can I can do uh, it. All right, you know I know it's a tough decision to make for some of us. Uh, like, it's tough for me to give it a thumbs down so definitively because there were some things I liked about the episode. Mm-hmm. But we will get to that. First off, let's set it up a little bit by talking about the previous episode, the bells, which set up all the madness that uh, that ends up happening in the Iron Throne. Uh, basically, the, the Bells opens with Varys doing something that I think is extremely uncharacteristic of the character. I know this is not a critique of that episode, but um, he's well, he starts off with writing that letter about Jon Snow's true heritage. And then he basically goes about telling everybody uh, about it, which didn't make much sense to me. Uh, that's kind of out of character for Varys to not play his cards kind of closer to the chest. 
But anyway, like he, he sets that up and basically Tyrion informs Daenerys that he's plotting against her um, and that he wants Jon to be the king, wants Jon to take the Iron Throne. And, and just let, let's go back to that, that scene because remember there's the scene with Martha. Oh yeah, the the well his his little bird. Yes, his little bird. And so the implication was that he was actually actively trying to poison the queen. Yes, yeah, you know. So again, mm-hmm. against character because he's usually the guy behind the scenes. Yeah, he's taking a more active role. No, in, I don't. I don't, I don't think that's one hundred percent accurate because, like, even though he's been behind the scenes, they just never showed us what he does behind the scenes. This is what he's doing behind the scenes. He's the master. So these are whispers. These, yeah, right? these are his little. His little birds, remember? His little birds were these. Little oh yeah, birds. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. this is this is how he interacts with those little birds. Maybe I don't think it's the first time they showed it. It's right. You know? I think it's but, the second time they've shown this. Yeah, but this mm-hmm. is just how he does his his business. But I just think, yeah, I think for me though, like the the telling everybody about his intention was a little bit more out of character for me because I think Maybe he's because usually he, more. He's usually more a little bit smarter and plays a little bit more politically. Kind of hints at the things that need to be done. Maybe maybe it's it's the timing of this, you know. Sure, but at the same time, what are we looking at? We're looking at the end game. Maybe to yeah. him, he realized my time is up. I don't no have more time. time. I don't yeah, have agree with time that. left. So what are you going to do when you don't have any more time left? That's yeah. why he's putting it out there because he knows that he's most likely going to be gone. But do I'll you know that, that he was he was putting it out there, or was this kind of well, like yeah? He was telling. He, he, he told like, John. He told. Oh yeah, yeah. No, but told, I'm talking about in terms of him oh, writing letter. his letters. Yeah. Was yeah. that an active him sending it out, or is that one of those things like if I die, read this? Because he wrote it and then he destroyed, destroyed it, right? It no, 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 no. That was the second. That was the second one. He was the writing second, the second time. And uh-huh. if you remember, the second time there was there was no little pile of notes. The first scene, he had like four or five already wrapped up. So the implication is that, that he that is he sending, sending it out to everybody. Yeah. yeah. The okay. Implication is that he did, I guess, right? Yeah. Which, mm-hmm. See, again, this mm-hmm. is one of the things that drive me nuts. You you put that little nugget there, but you don't pay it off. By letting you know what exactly happened to it, right? Okay, and we'll, we'll right? I guess we'll get to we'll get to that to that nugget as it relates to the final episode. Um, but yeah, just to, again to recap, like you know, Varys gets executed because of of the plot uh, against Daenerys, um, and of course, this all kind of leads towards eventually getting to the to the conflict of King's Landing. There's a couple of scenes between John and um, between John and Daenerys, where John kind of rejects a kiss from Daenerys. This is part of what what is implied to be the setup for the the big conflict at the end of the bells, or the big decision at the end of the bells. Um, and then you have the scene that I think, fear, right? yeah, I, I mean, I, I was gonna say I think that the scene though with Tyrion and Grey Worm and Daenerys is a scene that for this episode again talking about how this season kind of felt rushed to me. That's a scene that should have been explored further or a scene that should have been done in a couple of different scenes, maybe, between the characters. There was a very quick interaction that was supposed to, I guess, hint to you that Tyrion, or excuse me, not Tyrion, that Daenerys wasn't necessarily completely on board with the plan of the Bells. Uh, and we'll get to that in, again in, in a minute. Um, <clears throat> and, of course, we have the setup of Tyrion, or excuse me, T- Jamie is on his way to King's Landing, yeah. uh, which is a whole other situation altogether and of course you have um just before the the battle begins at king's land you have Arya and and the hound arriving and entering the city um so the battle begins basically and one one thing about this scene that didn't make sense to me there's there's a a funny a funny what youtube video out there by screen rant where they kind of talk about uh pitch meeting for this season eight uh episode and um 
one of, one of the things that's kind of that's kind of funny to me is how in the previous episodes, it's in you know the the, the scorpions, the the big uh, crossbows are able mm-hmm. to take out the dragons and like make Daenerys fear attacking them, and in this episode she just wipes those fucking things out like it's no problem. You know like, what it is. All. You know what it is. She finally realized, hey, maybe I don't take these things head on. I come around from the back. Yeah, and strafe. You know, so that because. The first time she was kind of ambushed, so she didn't know what to do. I think in this second, you know, confrontation, she had a better idea of how to handle these. How things. to handle the scorpions? Yeah. In the first, in the first confrontation altogether, I don't understand how you miss an entire fleet of ships. But that's a, that's again, that's another conversation. Mm-hmm. The second, I mean, the second confrontation again, taking out all the scorpions with such ease makes that battle kind of anticlimactic to me. But I guess we're not talking about this episode. You broke that down for us in one of our. In one of our previous podcasts, but the battle begins. Daenerys is wiping stuff out with the dragon, takes out all the scorpions, takes out the Iron Fleet, uh, takes out Euron's ship. Euron has to flee his ship. We see him later on in the episode. Uh, takes out takes out the Golden Company, who has been hyped up for eight freaking seasons. And they There's talk about elephants and all this other stuff. And then what? Nothing happens. They get bombed out from behind. And that's perfectly fine, in my opinion, because that is the fear that they have always lived. When mm-hmm. it came down to the dragons, okay, it's the reason why they, they they don't want the dragons. It's the reason why there's such like how else can you really put that fear in people's minds Man. if it's not for a dragon that can literally obliterate everything? <laughs> if you go back into some of like the <coughs> stories um, and some of the uh, the, the past uh, history of George R. R. Martin's books, you know that's what the Targaryens would do. They would send one dragon to one city and demolish it with just a dragon, no army, no nothing. Does not matter what they have, the one dragon would level the city. So why would it be different now? I guess she she took full advantage of the power of this dragon. But I can tell yeah. you one way that you can definitely show off the power and the fear of the dragon by what she did next, which is the, one of the more controversial moments of the episode yeah. for a lot of fans. Um, maybe not so much in in getting to that moment, but a lot of fans are a little bit on the fence about how quickly and how we got to that moment. Um, Myself included, but then you know, Daenerys just proceeds to burn the city, burn them all. She burns women, burns children, burns anybody that basically is standing in the streets of the city, just levels the entire city, destroys tons of buildings. Uh, and then, including her own people, right? Because I mean, uh, I, I don't think she was very. I don't think she directly killed her own people, but yeah, they probably, some of them probably, yeah, because I mean, she was just firebombing right. street by street. So it wasn't like, oh, there's a couple of my guys. Let me skip that one. She by the way, that was through. That was that was a significant portion of the episode. I guess they really had to drive the point home. Point home that she was destroying the city because man, that was like half the episode of her like destroying yeah. buildings and like Arya falling over from like a building getting destroyed right next to her. Um, and it's interesting the the iconography of all of those scenes because those scenes were meant to. If if you mm-hmm. look at it, they're very Middle Eastern. You know, war type things. You know, there was yeah. a, there was a couple of points that I was revisiting nine eleven, um, just looking at you know the ashes yeah. and all, that, and how people were walking out and stuff like that. Right. And for me, you know, just sitting there watching it was very harrowing just to look at all That's that true, stuff. Actually, yeah. I had those same emotions. Also. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I thought the exact same thing. That was mm-hmm. one of the one of the more interesting moments at the beginning of the sixth episode, um, which again we'll get to in a moment. But that was actually, I'll say, this one of my one of my more entertaining, one of my more favorite moments of the sixth episode. Um, so we have Daenerys burning down the city, and then we have the the other moment that was a bit divisive with fans. We have basically the Red Keep, the 
falling on top of Jamie <laughs> and Cersei, crushing him in this one, like, I don't know, 12 square foot area where the building fell on top of him. The rest of the Red Keep is just fine. So, like, if they had just walked over to the side over <laughs> yeah. a little bit. But hey, I'm it sorry. Okay. It's like they don't do the right thing under the rest. Come no, on. I know. Come on. I'm actually we're, I'm we're mostly just picking. messing around with that. Yeah, I know, I, I, I'm I definitely nitpicking there. No, I know. I know. I know that it, obviously, obviously, obviously the there's, there's, memes, there's memes out about it and stuff like that. Yeah. It's like all those things, like, what are you going to do? You assume that the it's whole like, thing comes. Oh, this that. part of the building looks safe. Like, yeah. yeah, obviously you're not gonna do that. I'm just, I'm just yeah. screwing around under the arch. <laughs> it's the strongest piece of architecture there, right? Or maybe don't you go know? underground. But like that, that moment, like them making the decision to go where they where they went, didn't really wasn't really a problem with me. Well, but that was Tyrion's plan. Yeah, they, yeah. They, that was supposed to be their escape route to the boat. Yeah, you know? yeah. they, they just kind of stopped there because they had nowhere else to go. Yeah. Also, yeah. that's right. So. Yeah. Um, Anyway, we have we have that scene where we we have the death of of uh, Jamie and Cersei, which isn't confirmed until the next episode. There were some theories out there that somehow they survived. I don't I don't know why anybody would think that because if anything, if they were going to die, it shouldn't have happened after that. Well, like that would be yeah. a weird way to have, have have ended their story. I'll tell you part of the reason why people thought that was because um, I think it was Cosmopolitan. They did exit interviews with all the the. Actors oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That no, Jamie. That, right, exactly. <laughs> no, no, and, like and, and, out. and the re and when somebody yeah, mentioned it, when somebody mentioned it, the guy said, um, "We don't have that. That's coming later." And it was kind of like, a, "What does that mean? What does that mean?" Yeah. So a lot of people thought that Jamie was still alive because of that. Right. You know. Right. Oh, I, I, I do have to mention also Grey Worm's kind of big turn moment, which happened when Cersei started burning down the city. Uh, he was definitely all about slaughtering just about everything. I guess from the loss of Asande in the previous episode. Uh, he started killing everybody, like you said, John. John and and Sir Davos were trying to stop people, and nobody was listening. They're just like, "Hey, slaughter seems like fun. Let's kill everyone. The queens are doing it. Let's. We're all doing it. Everybody's doing it." And, and you know, the interesting thing is that the the army of the north they got all murdery and rapey and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And it was Cersei's army that was actually trying to protect the people, which is yeah. an interesting twist to the whole thing. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because all of a sudden they switched roles. They were right? trying to do the right thing. Yeah, they were trying to do the right thing in that moment, and then of course, you know, besides all of the burning of the city, we had the big moment that people have been waiting for for a long time. Also, Clegane Bowl. Uh, what did you guys think of that? Yeah. Did that kind of live up to the to the hype and the expectation? I thought it did. I, yeah, I, I yeah. liked it. I liked the fact like it was behind the setting of like crumbling towers. It was beautiful and, the way they and shot fire it. Fire and brimstone and the whole nine. Where yeah. like they don't care about dying as long as the other one dies too. There was that yeah. one shot where. You know, you had um, Sandor at the bottom, right? And Gregor at the top. Yes. And you saw the sky yes, behind yes, it. And yes. I was telling ASAP, and he was like, Drogon just happened to yes, fly by. Yes, yes, That That fight, that was beautiful. That mm -hmm. was probably the best part of the and episode you know, And me. you know what? To me, like, they also had like, some symbolism. Because that was like, that, that was a hound, like, climbing a mountain to go fight. That's true. That's <laughs> true. Up, a crumbling mountain. Yep. And then the mountain's coming down to his level. He's like, yeah, I'll fight you at your level. You know what I mean? Like, I like that. And then that yeah, quick-ass yeah. death for Kyber, just like, protect your queen. <laughs> <laughs> that was all I was Because that, that, that goes to show, it's one of those things, like, you know, this is this this right here is bigger than any other. Mm -hmm. I mean. yeah, that fight was even more glamorized on YouTube when they added the lightsabers. Why? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They turned with lightsabers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I saw that. That was cool. Yeah, and there's symbolism in there, too, because when, um, <laughs> you remember when, uh, what's his name, the Hound, when he stabbed the, with his brother in the face with yeah. a knife? They yeah. put a blue lightsaber, like a blue blade, mm -hmm. in lieu of a red one to show that he converted to the light side. Yeah, exactly. Okay. 
Okay. I mean, that's okay. definitely more like what his story was, even though he yeah, let yeah, yeah. the yeah. vengeance kind of overtake him. Uh, I mean, that's what Game of Thrones is. Like, it's, it was that it's, moment it's, with Arya. It's the stories too. of people's redemptions and people's turns yeah. to yeah. evil. You know? Freaking, freaking! The mountain was Anakin Skywalker as soon as he took that <laughs> off. Yeah, I thought he was more Malgus. Oh, that's true. That's true. Malgus, you know. Yeah, he was. So. He was definitely an unstoppable beast. I thought stabbing him in the head would like actually do something like did to his work. zombified form. Not even that did anything. And the mountain was gonna do to his brother like what he did to Prince Oberyn. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was Lorien. Yeah, that was cool. Popped his eyes out. Yeah, it was a pretty cool he moment. Did where you're like, what is he actually? Yeah, the other eye was good, right? Yeah, the other eye was okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Was it the eye on the on the the, the right side, the yeah. other side, opposite of his scar? I think was the one that was destroyed, right? I think I don't know. It was, yeah, the, yeah. It was the left one, and then the right he could see. Yeah, yeah. and then I got yeah. I, I the get right is where the scars were. Like how it ended, you know, like him, like just taking him into the fire with him. The one thing that he feared the most, mm-hmm. and, you know, as far as like doesn't want to die by fire, but he's mm-hmm. like, I'll gladly throw myself into the fire <laughs> just to kill him, just to take this guy out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean. You figure or, that would have hoped. And again, it's almost like karma. It's like, I'm your karma. You burned me and scarred me to light. Now I'm going to throw you in the fire. Exactly. You know? So I like that. That was, that, was a good, that was a good part and of the And that episode. marked the end of House Clicking. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. That was and the end of that. But he saved Arya. Right? Yeah. A lot of houses are gone. Oh, we're going to get to all the houses that are. Oh, oh wow. R.I.P. houses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have a listing of all the <laughs> houses that were destroyed? No, we were going through that before. I feel bad. house still survived. for House Mormon. Yeah, well, I really like House Mormon. Yeah, especially Liana Mormon. Liana, Jorah, Jorah, Jorah Mormon, right? The, the, Jorah, the Jorah. Jorah. Son of Jorah. No, but he's a son of Jorah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. From the Night's Watch, the the Lord Commander, the original Lord Commander of Night's Watch. Yeah. So there were a lot of houses that went down in what this else episode. Oh, yeah, after that was the whole... Well, after that was basically like, the, you know, the, the, the death scenes and then the white horse scene, which I was going to say was the big setup that... To nothing. They had from this episode with Arya riding off on a white horse. And again, I guess getting into it, for what exactly do we have that white horse? White horse. It's okay, yeah. Like, the, I, I, I'm trying to understand why that was included because to me, that was a moment that was setting up something. It did have to set up like a big moment, but also, like, not only does that not pay off in any, any way that I can think of. But the horse just disappears the next time you see Arya. She's not even on the horse. She's nowhere near the horse. But you know what? It, the horse it, it, isn't there. The horse doesn't. The horse not being there doesn't matter. It's the symbolism behind the horse. And we were just talking about this. The horse symbolizes, you know, the pale rider of death, right? Yes. yes. The four horsemen. The she, horse she is. I am death, right? Hold the pale horse. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Right. Next episode. What was it for? If anything, I know death when I see it, or no, a killer when I when yeah, I see it. Yeah, I know it's when she was talking about anything. If anything, it's just a breadcrumb for us to latch to, so that we uh, think that oh, maybe R is the one that kills Danny. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's all it is. You know, because their whole thing is obviously like fans are so invested in this show okay. that everybody has a prediction. Everybody wants to latch onto every single little thing. Well, here, here, you know I, mean? I don't paper. think I don't think that it means anything other than like. Showing a nice, graceful scene to end that episode. All but why use a, why use a white horse? You could have used any other color because why it's pretty. pretty. Because it's pretty. That's it. Why use a horse to begin with? Use a use a brown because horse. Cool. You could have walked out of it. Like it seemed like it's there not was as a black horse. Was so it, clean though. <laughs> it 
was not that everybody, clean. Everybody it was else not is that in soot and ashes and blood and burning. Yeah, Christmas yeah, over here. You got a perfectly white horse. Exactly though. Well, the horse knew exactly where to stand so he doesn't get burned. You know what I'm saying? Maybe. Oh my God! Well, Seriously, it but it's just. I think that you're looking. I think, again, I think that you're looking for way too much symbolism in something that doesn't need to have. Like, if, if anything, if it symbolizes Arya as like the 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 Death Rider, okay, that's great. We already know that she's the Death Rider. We know that she is. But is she really? Because we she, know that she is. She stopped. She stopped that because she has her list, right? She has a list of yes. the people that she was supposed to kill. She had the opportunity to kill Cersei. The Hound discouraged her, and he said, you know what? You don't need to do this. Vengeance is not a thing. You're going to become me. Walk and away from me. Fine. And so at that point, she ceased to stop being that person. I don't person. think that she ceased you know what I'm saying? being that well, person. I don't think that she ceased being that person. But she wasn't. She, she wasn't. Just, in that she, just, she just anymore. wasn't killing for one more episode. That's all it is. We don't know her future. So the lives. next episode, she'll start killing. She could, yes. <laughs> seven. Zero, I mean, like, you know, like, we don't know where she's going. She's on the she's ship. Going she's going west. Oh, west. Who knows what the story is? She's going to Middle Earth. Yes. <laughs> the other thing that you guys have to understand is that, like, they're also, before, before we go further into this, we do need to also, like, put the this, this show into context that they are still restricted by what the future of the uh, George Martin's story is going to be. You know what I mean? Because he was he's, working with them. On the he was working yes, with them. So like, it's not it's not too far fetched to believe that like, all right, look, this is the ending that I need, and this is what I need to happen to certain characters. Mm-hmm. Because after the show takes place, okay, there's still more, and it needs to coincide with the rest of the books. But, man, okay? so, but we don't know that. Can I? If he withholds some of the stuff from the books just so he can have it for the book series, and we don't get all the good stuff in the show, why he's not? Like, why not? Because yeah, the same people that watch the show or fell in love with the series are now going to read the books. Okay. So and the is, further books that take place after the show's end. So then I already know who's who won the Game of Thrones. It's right. George W. R. Martin. Well, yeah. Because because now you have you have the show that so people are so yeah, divisive exactly. over it. Everybody's gonna want to read the books. Exactly. So he, he's the winner of the Game that's of Thrones. How, that's how I have to go back. Okay. You know so so I, I have to go, I have to go back for more. So not not to the White Horse specifically, but to what the White White Horse moment represents, in my opinion. So in, in one of the, one of the most oft cited complaints about this season and last season is things were kind of rushed. Okay, so if if you have this moment that's just there to be a badass moment or there to look cool, and not there to to do any kind of character exposition, not there to add anything to the story, not there to to foreshadow anything. One, like why is it there? Like why why is it necessary to have that moment there? Like why even add it? Right? Because with the moment does nothing for the character. And also, the second problem I have with it is, okay, she doesn't have to do the big thing and be death and kill Cersei in the next episode. She doesn't do anything. Daenerys. She, uh, excuse me, Daenerys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Arya doesn't do anything in the next episode. She does nothing. She, she's just, yeah, she just she walks inside on until the yeah, end of the episode it. when they have their little council meeting to decide who the new king is going to be. But, but she does nothing of consequence up until that point. So what is she riding off towards? She's writing off towards her future? Maybe a new life. But she, and, and, but, but that, and that, that's a good point. Other thing. Is she writing out to later. come back in? Yeah, where'd she go? Yeah, yeah but the thing you is... You write out to come back in? Because at, at the beginning of the next episode, she's in um, King's Landing. She's Yeah, but this, this is only big... after the, the ruins, everything has settled, the army has settled into the ruins and everything. She sees 
John, you know, getting back in. Maybe that force was shadow facts. Gandalf's horse, <laughs> two towers in yeah, 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 just magically lent the room. He took it back. Yeah, yeah. That. he was like, all right, I got you like 50 feet out of the rubble, and now I want my Shadow facts is the lord of all horses. My thing is that, like, why does <laughs> everything have to mean something? You know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying that it doesn't mean anything. The fact no, that it's but I'm like, like, for example, like, just because Arya is the person that, like, kills a bunch of people. You know, why does she have to be the one to kill him? Well, I didn't, say, I didn't say she had to no, kill yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she didn't do anything of, of any actual consequence at all in the episode. Like I said, outside of, outside of, outside of making job. sure, outside of making sure yeah. that she was, that she influenced John in some way. That was, that was John was fighting for everybody. Own. Everybody does that. But everybody, everybody John knows that nothing. Episode. That wasn't anything. Yeah, like, John, John knows nothing. So, everybody was trying to convince him of what we all knew. Well, we knew as yet. Let's right. get into the episode. Right. right. Let's right. get well, into the episode. Right. But we're going to get past this white horse shit, right? <laughs> yes, let's, let's move on. Let's be getting more horse meat. So, okay. Um, <laughs> so we have that, that that kind of initial... So, like, I guess we're, like, half in agreement here, like, non-payoff. Some of us think it, would, it wasn't necessary for that to pay off. I think, it was, I think a, it was a little bit... There was there should have been a little bit more. A little, yeah. I think okay, it was a beautifully but, shot episode. The, well, I think all of them were beautifully yeah, shot. I, I don't think I don't anybody can disagree with how beautiful the episodes right. were. It was you know, the only <laughs> the only moment that all season. Tell me if you guys agree that like took me out entirely was when when uh, when when um, Daenerys and John had their like a whole new world like Aladdin like dragon ride like the special effects in that scene were kind of off like the brightness like with them flying to the to, oh, the, to waterfall, the, the waterfall the waterfall yeah, and the dragons weird. like that was the only part of the season where the visuals but, yo for all this off. time that the dragons love. had been grown up how come, how come they never had saddles. Dragon. Yeah, I know. You never. They never for figured that out time. for some damn reason. They never put a damn saddle on the dragon. They just held on to like dragon they've been, they've been how, how strong are they too, dude? They're flying on this dragon. It's flying maybe hundreds of miles an hour. It's it's a lot like, of grip strength, right? Yeah, they're just they're just holding See, on. Working the grip. It's just like nitpicking now. You're nitpicking. Come on, guys. <laughs> Let's focus. Let's get back on the track. You guys are nitpicking way too much. The horse, the saddle. Jesus. It's a good question. You figure they might have come. How does train the dragon figure that out? You know. Daenerys isn't that smart. The Nazgul had the freaking Nazgul had saddles and stuff. You know Safety first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like they felt like, like the night There's King. Not many dragon specialists at this time. Like there are no other dragons. People have most people don't even believe that the dragon was real. I guess it's hard to like hire somebody to like create a mold. Like a dragon, just like saddle. They're not gonna. They're not gonna allow the dragon exactly. to approach. <laughs> That is true. Here, let me put this on. Oops. Yeah. <laughs> it might light you on fire. Okay, so wait. I know you have some type of feeling about, about that opening scene with Tyrion walking through the rooms of King's Landing. So why don't, you, why don't you open that one up for us? Okay, so the Iron Throne, which is the last episode of Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. And I sat down and I watched it with my wife. And we're watching this thing. And the beginning of the episode is is. Very, very, it's a strong start, right? Because you see Tyrion walking through and, mm-hmm. you know, there are dead bodies. There there are skeletons where the people had their skin melted off and stuff like that. And right. you had the one guy walking by that had his... Yeah, his, uh, I enjoyed back. that moment. Yeah, that, that was a good school. moment, right? Because you had, you had Tyrion kind of look back and then you saw, like, John, I guess, reacting to him looking back. Yeah, he, he actually looked, looked back and he was like, whoa, what the heck? back at the guy like, oh, shit, like, there's something, like, really messed up with his back. Yeah, he's all burnt up <laughs> and stuff. 
that was a very 9-11 moment, like you said. Like, right. Which was an episode was involved. And, and that's For me, like, that was kind of one. And that's why I said it was a very powerful moment because, you know, having lived through 9-11 and having seen all that stuff, mm-hmm. it's it, it was just one of those things like, wow, I, I can't believe we're reliving this again, right? But in the back of my mind, I was like, okay, watch. This is what's going to happen. Tyrion's going to walk. He's going to go all over. He's going to end up at the Red Keep. He's going to go down there. And what's going to happen? Kind of like a zombie putting his hand out of the ground. He's going to find the, the Golden Glove. And sure enough, mm-hmm. that's what happens. And what's wrong with that? Oh, my gosh. I mean, seriously. Well, hold on. You, okay. The, if, anything, the, if anything, that's a testament to to how good we know these characters, how much we fall in love with them. No, and we no. know I, how they're going to, like, with what, that, like the freaking castle falls on top of them. You really, that's like, that's like trying to find a needle in a haystack. The freaking castle. Not necessarily. Not if he knows where the needle is. He knew where they were going. And so it just so happens that everything is buried except for that one little piece of, of his hand sticking up. What he was holding it up like this the entire time. While <laughs> maybe, he was maybe he was trying to protect you know it. You know, that's a possibility. But like, see, that scene I, I don't have a huge problem with because I kind of understand why they had to do that. No, I they, they had to do that because then you still would have had these theories out there. Oh, Cersei and Jamie are still alive. Unless you showed it's, them it's dead. Not just that. That's how the show kind of do, like does these things. And the I characters die that. off screen. Like you never like 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 the hound, for instance. He yeah. never he was never dead. Like we never knew he was dead because he died off screen. And, and then you have to see a body, dead. right? You have to see a body, and even sometimes if you see a body, like in John Snow's case, he might still have him resurrected. But mm-hmm. again, I don't but, think that that's the only reason that they did it. They no, that's not the only reason. Primarily. It's not the only reason. Yeah. I agree, but I think that's a big reason why they had to. And include, I agree with that also. Had to include him finding yeah. them to wait that Walt kind of didn't like. I think yeah. that's why he had to find them that way. You know what I mean? The scene has to be included to have that emotional moment. Or yeah, Tyrion, right? Yeah, exactly. And Tyrion killed it. Yeah. The but, actors but the way killed that he found it, him, it was kind of hard to get around him having to find yeah. him that way. It might be. It might be. And, 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 and again, it, it's hard to find fault with this episode because the, the actors, they, they gave it their all. They killed Tyrion in that moment. I, I was, listen, I, I, had, I had tears in my eyes, right? Yeah, because the way it. he did it, you saw all the emotion yeah. that he put into that scene. So I don't have a problem with the actors or anything because everybody did, did the, the best, best job you, that you they just could. don't think that it's plausible. I don't. I mean, I mean, think about it. You know, if you're going and a freaking castle falls on top, do you think that you're going to be able to find that I mean, one people, person so quickly some people but some and people like not to, not to invoke these time right no, not, not not to invoke like these you know uh unfortunate events and memories but some people when 9-11 happened some bodies were you know mostly at the top of the rubble and stuff like that we're and talking about an entire and a lot and of them overrides i understand that you know there, there, are, there are but it's not that, implausible you know for an entire tower to fall on them you know, I, I, I and think, and not to mention let's not forget that the entire red team didn't fall. Yeah. Okay, it was only a part of it. Mm-hmm. Right? I, I get it. I get you know, it. But so I just, you know, I don't think that it's impossible. I don't think that it, that, like, this just, is something that Game of Thrones, it was going to do, regardless. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. because of everything that's happened before. And like I said, when I when I was watching it, I said, watch, this is a, this is what's going to happen. And sure enough, that's exactly what happened. I feel like yeah. George R. R. Martin might do it the same way, though. Because it's kind of hard to find another way to do it. If this is how Jamie and Cersei meet there, and like, how do you, how do you kill them all? I guess, I guess. How do you kill them all? But also in a way that that redeems Jamie and allows Tyrion to to have that same emotion and impact. You know what I mean? Seeing what happened outside of them getting executed. What was the What was the prophecy 
for Siri. For Cersei. For Cersei, I'm sorry. For Cersei. Didn't wasn't there a prophecy where she where choked by the the Valen car? Right here. There was a prophecy where Anybody want to Google it? It's not in the it's not in the show as much, I don't think. You're talking about No, it was in the show. The prophecy was just her her three children were. But there but there was also the prophecy of how she was gonna die. Right, but I don't think that was I think you're thinking that was the show that wasn't in the show. Are you sure? Because they, 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 they mentioned it, but they don't highlight it nearly as much as they did in the book. Go, go gadget Google. Um, yes, that's what I could be wrong, but I feel like that's a detail that I recall. There's a big difference between the show and the books in that they highlighted it, but I guess they didn't highlight it that much because you didn't really have that end up happening on the show. Um, I mean, the only, the only moments you have, yeah, because they were talking about how in the final moments before they, they got crushed by the rubble, Jamie kind of has his hand, like, on her throat, but he's yeah. holding her face, yeah, like to comfort her, and like that's part of the prophecy where her little brother is going to kill her, is going to choke the life out of her. But both Jamie is her little brother because Jamie's a few minutes younger than she is, and Tyrion is definitely younger than she is, and also he's a little person, so he could be okay. You're right. In yeah, the, it's in the books. It's in the books more so. They they never they never mentioned it. So the prophecy's the, there. I mean, like yeah, because it's, because it's such a big prophecy in the books, it got attached to the TV show. I think in a lot of theories, but it's not such a heavy theory that they rely on in the TV show. Mm-hmm. Um, but and I it's mean, funny because the 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 actual prophecy, what it says is, and when your tears have drowned you, the Valon Car shall wrap his hands around your pale white throat and choke the life. From you, yeah, and Valencar apparently in High Valyrian means little brother. Yeah, exactly. So it could be a little. So maybe brother. maybe that's the reason why they chose not to put it in the show. Again, I, I mean, again, they're both younger than than her by either by a few minutes. Like I said, Jamie, because they're twins, right? Mm-hmm. But it's just it's just a couple of minutes, and she's still the oldest. Technically. Okay, I stand corrected then. Um, but that yeah, that 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 theory doesn't run heavy through the show. So you have that big scene, obviously, where they where they find. Jamie and Cersei, where Tyrion finds them, you have a good moment mm-hmm. with the actor Peter Dinklage mourning the loss of his brother and sister, who were I hope more brother than sister, bad people. That's just my but like you know he still obviously loved them very much. Uh, you have Arya kind of wandering around a little bit, like through the ruins, I guess, observing more of the damage. Um, but but see again, I have I kind of have to come back to like some of the moments that you have in these episodes are kind of extended for the point of this like i don't know sort of maybe dramatic effect but they don't they don't take you anywhere these a lot of these scenes don't take you anywhere mm-hmm. um after that what do you have you have the scene with john and davos basically running into gray worm and executing the captured soldiers um i thought that was a good scene i mean there's not a whole lot to that scene but that just kind of shows how how uh was no, it torgo torgo nudo torgo nudo gray worm <laughs> Is committed to it's the commands of his worm. queen, <laughs> Grey Worm. I mean, Tudor Lulo is kind of an interesting name too, but yeah. that that's a good scene to kind of show like how far Grey Worm is going to go to kind of enforce the orders. That not like, just that, but I think it also shows like the division now, the two factions. You have John's mm-hmm. faction, mm-hmm. and you have yeah. Danny's faction. Nobody so. respects John at this point, right? Yeah, you know. Now I'm going to nitpick again. Okay. Oh okay. Gosh. Not with this. Asap, help me! Help me! Not not, not <laughs> with this particular. Yeah, he's the right? Because at that point, Sodavo says, um, okay, let's go talk to the queen, right? So they show Grey Worm killing everybody, yeah. right? So then we, we go into this Third Reich, First Order scene, yeah, right, where yeah. she's 
Mm-hmm. She's about to address yeah. the troops, right? And John's taking that walk of shame, right? He's walking toward the thing. And Grey Worm's there already. How do you get there fast? Did he take a, an Uber? Well, I don't, I, I don't, I don't know that that, that the that the scenes happen like in the in in certain timeline back to back because you also see the entire Unsullied also there. So I think that like that just like that scene happens sometime afterwards, just because it says like so, we should. All he said we should talk to the queen. So did they have the talk already before this? Because no, it no, no, like they just didn't get there. Yeah. I don't think they ever had that conversation. Yeah, I don't think so either. No, she was just too busy like preparing for her big I, uh, first order speech. Yeah, but I would assume that that's the first place that they go, right? And, and so again, like I said, this is a very, 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 very little nitpick for me. You know, what I'm saying, I mean, yeah, yeah, but, I, I, but I, I, they've I, had I, these like, issues be... before. They've had these issues before because remember when um, they were they were battling the White Walkers. North of the wall, they had the thing where the guy had to run all the way back to the to. I think it was a much thing. much worse offense in terms of time. Exactly. So they've done it before. I mean, it, like, but like, they, like, for, me, for me, this is one of those things that is like, hey, like we'll just talk to Danny. As in one of those situations where like, don't worry, let's forget about the situation. When we have a chance, we'll talk to him. Yeah. You know, they're not gonna say like, hey, when we get a chance, we'll talk to Danny. They're not gonna use those words themselves. But that's, I think, what he meant. By the time that they talk to the queen, but by that time, all these guys are dead anyway, so it doesn't really matter. No, no, I understand that, but and and we'll see later on that he did bring it up when he went to talk to Danny. You know, it's not like he did. Like I said, and I did say this is a small nitpick for me. You know, it was just one of these things. Getting ready, I'm guarded already. I'm I'm doing it just to kind of stick the needle. You know what I'm yeah, saying? That's all it is. What would you guys think of the of that cool reveal at the beginning of that scene when you have Daenerys like getting off the dragon Beautiful. and you see the dragon wings? I didn't realize that. What's spreading behind her? What do you think about that? that was like, awesome. It was glorious. Yeah. I've seen that. It was a really it was, it was a good work of art. Some people thought it was kind of corny. I thought it was a cool visual. I, I thought, thought it was, was yeah. expressive. Yeah, I, I didn't realize it until I saw it on Instagram. I don't know. You know, I didn't realize it until I saw it on Instagram or somebody pointed it out. I was like, yeah. oh, wow, like that's those are her wings. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like and the dragon she is fully the dragon the queen. Dragon. Yeah. yeah, that whole scene visually was very cool. And like with the dragon on top of the castle, like to her left, that she was giving the speech, and then you had yeah. the big, the big uh, Targaryen flag <laughs> that just came out of nowhere. Not a big thing. Very Nazi-ish. That, right? that shit came out of nowhere. And but again, a huge flag. But like, who the hell right, carried that cool flag? Visual. No, that was probably <laughs> one of the ships. That looked like one of the sails. Yeah, who had to right. get that task? Uh, that's probably right. <laughs> Yo, bring the flag. He's like, I pick you. You bring the flag. You know what I'm saying? This is this is kind of like nitpicking, but not not in a bad order. No, I know. This I is know. nitpicking in, in the sense of like of like <laughs> I'm who, just built, who built the Death Star, who yeah. plumbers, and all these people. It's an unfortunate accident. I think this is one of those things that like maybe it was done not in the best manner, but. It's just one of the things to yeah. show a little bit of progression, right? Like, oh no, I like Armin already. In there. I like, already I'm, have, I'm like not she's mad. already kind of like taken over the place. Like yeah. she set it up as her. Oh, I'm not. I'm not mad at this that yeah. scene. I'm just again yeah. poking the needle here. Yeah, no, that was that was, a cool, scene. That was a, a cool scene. I like the call and response between her speaking and the and the unsullied, you know, yeah. jamming their their stabs. I know they've always done that, but it, it was to a greater effect in this scene. Now the way they responded with that. Well, now. Uh, should we talk then about like Tyrion and his uh, after his speech and everything? Or let me let me just say one thing. Um, you know, the the writers have made an effort to to suggest that she's not a Mad Queen. Mm-hmm. Um, Amelia Clark has also come out and said yeah. that she's not a Mad Queen. 
And this scene kind of cements it because she has clarity of mind and purpose when she's yeah, making that speech. Absolutely. You know, there's nothing mad about her yeah. at that point. She's very mad. She's crazy mad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, she's not crazy. She has a plan. Now, it's not the best plan. It's like a Thanos plan, right? <laughs> but she yeah, has a plan. Yeah. That, that, makes, you know? that makes some sense. She is somewhat of a, of a compassionate villain. So, okay, we, we followed that that big rally, the big First Order, uh, Third Reich rally. And by the way, uh, Amelia Clark has come out and said since then that her big speech was inspired by Hitler, which I oh, think is pretty did. obvious. Yeah, she did say that. She, okay. the, the performance, the speech was inspired by Hitler. But if you're going for, like, you know, kind of crazy totalitarian, well, I mean, not crazy in her sense, right? But crazy. this totalitarian character, like, Hitler's a pretty good place to start. Yeah, I, I just could have been more, you That's, know, that was... Pretty that's, Hitler yeah. you know That's I mean? Dictator 101, right? It was Hitlery. It was Hitlery. And then we <laughs> of, course, of course we have the big moment. Hitlery and Nazi ish. What do you, well we have we have Tyrion's opinion about Hitlery is Hitlery Hitlery ishness. Like Tyrion's reaction to that is of course he denounces it. And I think that's another good moment. What do you guys think about Tyrion basically casting off his responsibilities in the hands of the queen. What did you think about that moment, ASAP? Was that a nice one? No, I just can't help but think of how much of a hypocrite Daenerys really is. In that moment, why do you say that? I mean, not in that moment necessarily, but like I'm going to fast-forwarding to the throne room scene, but I'll, I'll, <laughs> I don't really want to go into that yet yeah. until we get there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's kind of the problem with the way that, that her character ends up. It's less her being a mad person and like a crazy person and more her like being young. First of all, you look at her age, she's only 23 years old. She's She's just a kid, right? Like, so it's a lot of naivety, like, like Wolfie is saying, like you said, Mm -hmm. she's youthful, so is Jon Snow. And well, we we already know Jon Snow knows nothing. The show's just been enough time telling us Daenerys knows nothing. But if anything, if we think about it, like, that goes to show Jon Snow's age, too. Yes. He's also 23, 24. But Sansa is, like, the smartest one out of all of them, and she's, like, 21, 22, probably. Yeah, but she's, like, we know she's gone through certain experiences that have aged her. I mean, they all kind of have gone through some rough yeah, experiences, so, to be honest. Yeah. Oh, Danny has also. Um, I, I think with, with Tyrion, the first time I thought I, I saw it, I, I, did, I said, boy, this guy's stupid, you know, because you're, you're literally in front of thousands of Unsullied, and this is the act that you choose to do, right? But watching it again, I think he had a very clear motive for doing that because, you know, it, it's his defiance of the queen but as he's walking out, he's looking directly at John. He's he's starting to to sow those seeds into John mm-hmm. and say, "Hey, Maybe. listen, this is what it is." I think he did that with a purpose. No, you need to kill your aunt. I think I think okay. Tyrion, that was Tyrion no, being. No, I don't you know. think so. I don't think so because we would have had the same speech with with John at some other point if we wanted to. I think that was just him, like not caring anymore. Remember, he just found. The, the, the people that even Cersei, who he hates, okay. he still just found them dead. And it's like, this is not what he wanted for them. He tried to save them. And even yeah. in his attempt to try to save them, he couldn't, like, do it. he couldn't do it. And why? Because of Danny. And at that point, he was like, F it. I'm done. I don't care. I don't care what happens to me. My life is over. If this is the queen, like, you know, it doesn't matter. You know, I'm going to die anyway. But I, and but in I, his mind, he was already going to be dead. Like, what's he going to do? Like, Keep the pin, and she's not going to punish him for. Uh, True, no, she's, she's going to do it anyway for that, right? Yeah, she's going to do it anyway. So but why I, not protest publicly? I think he's smarter than that, though. You know, I, I, I don't, think I don't he's think... at his wit's end because what happened? He thought he was smart enough to control her, and he realized that he wasn't. Yeah, 
you know. So you I asked Varys was right. Yeah. He said himself. His yeah, Varys. You know, he had yeah. his best friend killed mm -hmm. yeah. because of his own hubris. You know, he didn't, he didn't think about the situation and he thought he knew how to how to talk to her and how to get John to agree to do this and that. I mean, look, I think we can, we can all agree that we've had points in our lives that, like, we throw our own rationality out the window and we just say, screw it, right? Okay. You know, and I think that's just one of his points right there. You know, okay. like, he's just done. He knows the right, the right way to do things and he just didn't care anymore. I've certainly been there. I mean, if anybody has some like light bills to pay and stuff like that, I'm sure you've gotten there before. I, I like that whole scene too. It kind of goes back a little bit when she's uh, when she's talking in the in the 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 um, Esso's tongue, and she you see John and Tyrion notice when she says Lannisport and uh, Winterfell. 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 Mm. Very, very, yeah. <laughs> the way that she says that very whole thing, you see them kind of turn and start to realize like is exactly how bad this is about to get, which is, again, another good motivation for, like, Tyrion being at his wit's end, having seen his family die, and seeing how bad things are about to get if he just follows this woman blindly into whatever yeah. war she wants to stumble into next. That gives him a good motivation for that whole scene. And he, if he doesn't know, Arya shows up to remind him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right after. Basically. Yeah, Basically. Um... So after that, we have the scene. I think right right after that, we have the scene where they they have the conversation between Tyrion and John and Tyrion. Mm -hmm. And yeah. that's I guess that's a flash forward to a little bit after that because John has his like full season one uh, made of hair. No, 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 no. Then, is the, it? That's the that's that a little bit later. Scene. That's a lot. A that's bit the later. following scene after right. that. Yeah. That was later. later. Yeah, that's like after that's like, like weeks later. Sometime later. Yeah. It's yeah. all such a blur. Yeah. Um, that's when he initially. Convinces him to uh, kill Danny. Yes, um, that scene to me, I think, I, I I saw again. That's another scene that I kind of saw the point of, but I don't know if it was executed in the best way. I think the the kind of heavy handed like way that it was ended with uh, with uh, with the whole like I don't have what was that? I don't have a choice or something like that, or you know, we don't have a choice. She's our queen. And mm -hmm. then Tyrion kind of, kind of telling to John, like, "No, but you do, and you have to make that choice very quickly." I'm like, I understand the sort of the melodrama behind it, but, but to also, me, that scene was a little he, he flat also brings, for how important it was. He also brings in the Starks because remember, mm -hmm. you know, um, Tyrion is is listing for all like, the things mm -hmm. that is wrong with Danny, right? And John still blind, blindly following her, saying, "Well, she's my queen." Um, it's her choice, da da this and that, and he walks to leave, and he says, "Well, what? I, I don't remember the exact words, but yeah, he, he paraphrased. He was like, well, what about Sansa? What about Arya? You're a threat to them. What do you think she's gonna do to them? They're not gonna bend the knee.' I, and again, I'm paraphrasing because I don't no, that's what he said. It was like, uh, like, what about Sansa and Arya? Yeah, and then John says, "Shoot, they'll bend the knee." And like, why do you think that she told mm -hmm. me? Do you really think that she's going to bend the knee? You know, and I think like going to your point, like you know, up until that point, John was committed still to Danny, no matter how bad he trusted her. Right. You know, because up until that point, it was about him and her, their relationship. As soon as he brought the rest of the Stars family, the rest of his family in, that's the you know the. I think brought the cameras back. I think know? John was sort of tipping at that point beforehand. Yeah, he was. He was. Obviously, he just kept trying to believe it. He, he just right. kept trying to convince himself. Exactly. He was, he was in denial. Exactly. You know, he was in denial because maybe in his mind he's like, well, if it's not her, it'll be another king or another queen. Mm -hmm. And like, he's also still 
Net in his mind, the son of Ned Stark, the most honorable honorable man he's ever known, mm-hmm. and he will not betray anyone. Yeah. But the one person that he cannot allow to be betrayed is his family. You know. So, and then that leads to the next scene, which is well. The one thing I do want to mention, actually, that was kind of cool. I don't know. You, you've seen the series most recently, so you probably remember some of these callbacks a little better. Or, uh, the Maester Aemon uh, conversation about duty and love. Do you remember yes, that quote? Yes. Yes. They kind yes. of call that back in this in this I one. Like that. Yeah, you remember that well, ASAP. And he tagged, what is it, uh, Tyrion flips it around and says, sometimes duty, duty is the death, death of love. Mm-hmm. So that was a pretty cool callback. I'll give yeah. it that in that yeah. scene. I see your points um, for that particular scene. I still think it could have been done a little bit better. But again, it's all about time with me. It's all about time. Yeah. There was more that they could do with that conversation to flesh it out further. Uh, effective enough, though. And then we get to the following scene, which is, what, can you flesh that out a tiny wee bit for us? Well, we get to the next scene where you see Danny uh, finally seeing the, uh, the, the 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 prize that she's been striving for, mm-hmm. which is the throne, mm-hmm. and you can kind of see in her face the emotion that she has. She has like this kind of weird, like lustful, you know, like I've achieved and like this is finally mine. She grabs a throne. She touches she, the hilt. She of... touches the hilt of one of the swords oh, that are. There's almost a surprise on her face too when know? she finally accomplished it too. I think. I don't, yeah, maybe some surprise, but I think in my mind is just like that that that. Uh, I guess like the payoff of it's finally someone, here. but but not just that it's finally here, but like just from like her the emotions that she showed, the expression that she showed to me it was like for her the payoff of ruling through fear and power, you yeah. know, because someone else maybe they would have gone to the throne, but they would have been remorseful. She seemed happy and gleeful that she finally got it despite all of that. You know what I mean? Can I make a yeah. can I make a quick comparison because and mm-hmm. I spoke to you briefly about this ASAP. How this reminds me of Lord of the Rings and stuff. Um, to me, the Iron Throne is Game of Thrones representation of the One Ring of Power. Okay. Yes. Right. Oh man, that's perfect. Yes. Because <laughs> because this is the thing that everybody is trying to attain. Right. Yeah. It corrupts good people, right? And in that particular scene, when she's going and she's touching the Iron Throne, it just, I had it. It's, it's like going to be weird. Pressures. Yes, exactly. I had this vision of Gollum when he had the, when he had the ring and it was just like his eyes are popping out it's of seduced. his head and she is it's totally cool. seduced. By the power of the Iron Throne. She's absolutely right. right. And that's, that's the issue, you know, and, like, Absolute power corrupts absolutely. And absolutely, that's, that's the lesson mm-hmm. of the show. I think. Yep. You know, and there's more Lord of the Rings stuff that I'll bring in later. But that particular thing, it was like, boy, you know, this is basically their manifestation of the ring yeah. of power here, because everybody's trying to get it. Anybody who sits on that throne is corrupted. Um, the problem so, with Danny is that 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 scene when she got to that point where she touched the hilt of one of the swords on the, on the Iron Throne. Mm-hmm. Thinking about all that, that was more of a loss for her than it was a victory because she didn't win the hearts of the people. Yeah, she didn't she earn them. But she didn't but, care anymore. Yeah, I don't think she cares anymore. Yeah, but this yeah. thing, now she's ruling over a graveyard. Pretty you know, much. I did she like that. She, did, she doesn't for care. That that. She even place. said she didn't want to. She didn't want to rule over ashes in a previous season or something like that. She did, ashes. right? Like, that was kind of like... Exactly, but she contradicted herself. Well, because I think of that that, vision, that, right? That's what you were talking about before with, like, the whole, like, hypocritical... Uh, yeah. And then there's another thing when this advancing again, like when um, John and her have a conversation in the throne room, she said two things that really pissed me off. Mm-hmm. She said the word liberate 
She wants yeah. to go out and liberate other kingdoms. That's all, all great. When you say when you say liberate, what's her definition of liberate? Because after what she did to King's Landing, yeah. I would call that well, again, again. Well, that, that's, that's, that's mind, she wants yeah, to liberate them in fire. That's the warped view of like totalitarian, like mm-hmm. you know, rulers and yeah. stuff like that. In, even in our own like society today, you know, and I think like that was just a good example of it. You know, for them, they look at it as liberating, but liberating for the future generation, right. just like Thanos. The second, this is the know? second thing that that pissed me off about mm-hmm. it, is that when. When John was like, but th- these people from other kingdoms, like, they don't get to, like, decide on, like, you ruling over them and whatnot and having your freedom. And she's like, they don't get to choose. Well, before we get to there, let's let's talk about, like, uh, the rest of the scene, right? Well, so, I, I want to actually, that kind of ties in a little bit to the way I felt about the scene. Because I actually thought this part before we get to the next scene, which is the interaction between her and John, is one of the best scenes of this episode mm-hmm. for a couple of reasons. I think the, the that it kind of ties into what you're saying because... If you think about her mindset earlier when she had this same vision of her seeing the Iron Throne, it was kind of encased in ash, right? There was a lot of ash like in that scene. We weren't yeah. sure what it was. Or we, we thought it was it's snow, like ash or snow, right? Mm-hmm. Like we initially thought it was snow because it was winter coming to, to King's Landing or whatever it was, right? And there's, there's a couple of things that are relevant here. First of all, what she says in the beginning of the scene, right? She says something along the lines of like her as a child, the way that she pictured the Iron Throne was like a thousand swords, right? She pictured something so much bigger. She couldn't even yeah. have to right? well, she couldn't she couldn't even conceptualize what what this power was. Well, That's kind of what she was saying, right, in that moment. Yeah. In the books it doesn't look like this. Yeah, the, book, the books it probably does look more yeah. like a in, in the books, swords, in right? the Jews, yeah. Right? Like, but, but that's fine. Again, like yeah. I, I, I think that that's an okay thing. Yeah. 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 In relation to the show, though, that, that to me that line was significant because yeah. you talk about how she had this this vision earlier where she sees herself almost touching the throne. But she doesn't. But she yeah. doesn't, right? right. And you look at, at King's Landing around her, it's damaged, but it's not destroyed. Yeah. It, to me, this scene illustrates that that's how much further she had to go to accomplish this moment, right? She had to, she like, because it's totally different. King's Landing is basically destroyed behind her. There's nothing behind the throne. It's like mm-hmm. all open air. The whole building is wrecked. It's, it's, to me, it's an indication of how far her character had to come and change from that moment when she first had that vision to this moment where she actually gets to touch the Iron Throne. And it also ties into what you're saying, Walt. It's like that really is the corrupting power of it. Because mm-hmm. once, you, yeah. once you're once you drawn in by it, then you finally touch it. You realize all that you had to do to get to the point where you get the right to sit on that damn throne. So to me, this that part there is one of the better parts. It, it's, it does one of the things that I think Damon Jones used to do much better, tell a story through a lot of subtleties in the scene. Right. I'm not saying they're not doing – they don't still do that well. They do it better than most shows. But I think they did that a little bit more effectively, and this is one of those scenes that kind of throws back to me how well they used to do that, right? Um, so since we're kind of in the, we've already discussed a couple parts, mm-hmm. uh, a couple elements of the scene where you have John in there discussing with Danny. Right, exactly. Like, let's let's go. Let's go back to like John getting to the throne room, right? Mm-hmm. And like one of my like probably my favorite scene in the entire show was mm-hmm. John walking up to 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 the throne room mm-hmm. where. What looks like just to be a mountain of ashes is actually Drogon oh, yeah. you know, oh, guarding yeah. the door. That was, you know, that was amazing. That was, that was one of the sick. best scenes in the entire show, in my opinion. It was very, it was very simple, very subtle. It wasn't much. It was just Drogon waking up from his slumber, guarding the door, buried under the snow, right? buried mm-hmm. under the snow and ash. Okay, but still ready to 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 defend the passage, right? Yeah, and, I, rewound, I rewound that like once or twice. Yeah, and, like, and so cool. he. He shakes off everything. He gets like, you know, he like opens up. He's nice and big. And he closes up 
right into John's face and then turns away, giving him the right the the, the right to pass and go mm-hmm. see Danny. You know what I mean? Um, which I thought that was, was amazing, and I think it comes back to the uh, end of the scene. I'll mm-hmm. tell you why in a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a faithful decision, maybe we'll say, right? Maybe, maybe, but it's just one of those things, like yeah, like like Drogon trusts yeah. John. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Everyone trusts John so, most of the time. There's such a couple of like John's cousin's a dragon. <laughs> was that, his that is that actually is, yeah. That yeah, yeah cousins. They're cousins. They're cousins. Yeah, yeah two of his cousins. What's up, cuz? Last like, season and a half. Going up to see Auntie. Come on. <laughs> hey, so hey, cousin biz. So now you have you have let's let's, let's throw it back to the scene where Danny's in the throw room and again she's uh, uh cousin to what the cake troll. Oh god. Yeah, we hang out more. Should be a show, right? Yeah. So, so anyway, <laughs> Danny Danny is in the uh, throne room and she's happy at her conquest. She's Keeping uh, up with the Targaryens. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh man! All right. Um. Yes. So again, anyway. Danny's in there. She's uh, lusting that. over her power, and. Uh, you know, right behind her, you see her now, like in the uh, in the blur. <laughs> you're, gonna, you're gonna make this weird, no matter what. <laughs> Come on, this is like the most. This is like the hardest. This is what we've been waiting the entire series for. It's this one interaction. And um, anyway, John makes it to the room, and the one thing that I noticed right away mm-hmm. is I think to tell. Like I, I kind of at this point I knew what was gonna happen. I think everybody kind of knew what was yeah. gonna happen. We were just waiting for the hug. Because mm-hmm. you know, hugs are never a good thing, right? <laughs> I guess, yeah. Hugs are never a good thing, so we're just you know, waiting for the hug. But the thing is, like, immediately you see him tearful, eyes bloodshot. He already knew the decision that he had to make. This, this is immediately. He was, right. This was he right was after his. pleading for her. Yes. To give yes. her a reason not to do it. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, yeah. He, he, was was giving, he was giving her as many outs as possible. Yep. He, he just finished speaking to Tyrion. He's been convinced that, like, if. That, that he cannot allow her to to take over Winterfell or, or kill Sansa and Arya. That's the one thing that he can't allow to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he goes there knowing that, like, if these are her intentions, that he's going to have to be the one to put a stop to Because remember, Tyrion told him, like, you're the defender of the people. You're the you're the shield of the people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The shield that guards the realm of men. The realm of men, yeah. That's a badass and line. And that is it's a badass mm-hmm. side. If he was king, it would be like, you know, yeah. Aegon Targaryen takes his name. <laughs> Shield, like the, the, the realms of men. That's a dope Instead thing. Of that is, well, I'm not gonna say the other thing. Anyway, got to that point yet? Anyway, he, you know, he realizes again. Because it's dragons. Again, again, <laughs> it's one of those. It's one of those things where, like, he doesn't want the title. Yeah. But My that God. is his title. I don't want it. You know, he doesn't have a choice here. Oh, he knows for that God's sake, if I hear that <laughs> line one more time, I'm I don't like, want it. I don't want it. I don't, I don't want, it. want it. But he doesn't want the title. Yes, we oh, know man. already. We've established that. All right, she's our queen. No, but you know what? Oh. All serious, no, seriousness, though, I think yes. this theme has been established in many pop culture, um, pop culture genres, like the fact that power belongs to thee who doesn't want it. Yes, the he- the hero is the one that doesn't want it. That's very true. Yeah. You know, that's it does kind of tie into where it goes in this episode. Yeah, no, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of like yeah. a green sort of. He doesn't and want Daenerys to be was the selfish hero, the entire time he had pursuit of power. She's like, no, I have claim to that throne. But those are the ones that are never deserving of it, right? But mm-hmm. anyway, the ones who feel entitled to it are destined. So, to so anyway, why don't we go around and like talk like, about like, like 
being that this is like the most important scene, I think, in the episode, uh, what what are your thoughts on like, you know, how it played out, what you liked about it? Um, I mean, again, you know, John is there trying to convince Danny to not uh, to, to to just end this. It's already done. To find the reason why are why is Grey Worm killing and stuff like that, like you know, all this stuff. Like, mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on like the the rest of this episode? Asap. Well, yeah, you had get a strong opinion about her hypocrisy, so I think you yeah, can, over here, right? Can you like set, it, set us up for break how you down, feel about it? Break it down. Give us a, give us a shot. Wait, with their conversation? Do you mean? Uh, yeah. The whole scene, the conversation leading to the big, the big choice that John makes. The big. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the big they, choice he already <laughs> made, probably. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> I mean, they got up close, um, intimately, and they were. Um, she, she was trying to convince him. Well, okay, so John yeah, was, trying, was to trying to convince her, her to, you know. Just stop already, let go of her, her, you know, diabolical plot, so to speak, and just, you know, let it all go. And she was trying to convince him in turn to team up with her and, you know, liberate, and I say that in quotations, mm-hmm. liberate all the other kingdoms um, and free the other people, um, whatever the hell that means. And, you know, she, she wants him to work with her and it, it's just ridiculous because she wants to liberate all these other people, but at the same time, not given the right to choose to rule to have her rule over them. So I think actually, you know, yeah. So it's like you want to give me freedom, but at the same time, you don't want me to not choose you. Well, I, I think that that's like also an important too, part. Like I think I think that was the moment that he realized that he also didn't have a choice. Like he said, like, what about them? Don't they get destiny? You know, it's his fate yeah, to do it. Right, you know, it reminds me of Star Wars. I'm I'm all about comparisons today, right? It doesn't it doesn't that's remind good, me though that's that's of, good. of, of yeah, yeah. it's always a parallel. Doesn't that remind me though of the conversation between Anakin and Padme? You know, together we can rule the galaxy. Together we yes. can make it. We can make <laughs> yeah. it how Anakin we want it to be. You know, yeah. exactly. <laughs> like, and, and, and and you know, in terms of Danny's, it was better than that scene. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> but in, in terms of Danny, she has the same Anakin mentality. If you're not with me, you're against yeah. me. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, and and I, I think that was really, really powerful. And that's her just, she drank her old Kool-Aid. That's her justification for swallowing oh, yeah. all the people in King's Landing. Because she had that earlier scene where, you know, she's like, well, I I released the slaves from, what was it? Um Slaver's Bay, basically. Slaver's Bay. No, Marine. 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 Marine yeah. Right. No. And, oh, yes. And Astapor. <laughs> Astapor and Marine. Astapor, yeah. And she was like, you know what? When I went there, they rose up against their masters. Yeah. When I got to King's Landing, nobody did anything until yeah. until I showed my power. So in her mind, she even made mention of it but in again, one of the episodes. She was like, they should have rose up the minute that they knew that I were coming, uh, that I was coming. But you know? they were—they're used to slavery, the unsullied. They grew up in a world where. Oh yeah, listen. No, when they had to I'm, obey orders. But what I'm trying to say is that you know she's she her mind's already corrupted to think that way. You know what I'm saying? If she doesn't have that 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 ability to, you know, kind of say, okay, well, these people are enslaved, or these people are being ruled over by a but queen, again, queen. And Tyrion said, well. If they go against her, she'll slaughter their entire family. And again, this goes to show. This goes to show how warped her mind is already. Because it's not like it's not but like she's they not didn't. mad. Uh, well, I understand, but listen, it's not like they didn't rise up against. Because why do you think that they told the bells? 
that's them rising up against you know Cersei. I know. You know, she but she didn't see it that way. At no, that she point, didn't. she didn't care anymore. She was like, right. "Oh, you want to rise up? I don't care." You, you know, had your chance. I still, I'm still going it's to. Yeah, you had your chance. You didn't take it. So now you're going to suffer the consequences. And this is going to be my example to the rest of Westeros. Yeah. Of what happens if you don't rise rise up against your yeah. oppressors or whatever. Okay. So this is gonna this is definitely gonna be me continuing to nitpick a little bit. But um, so the scene the scene the scene as an endpoint was effective. But again, I think because of the speed with which we turned, not to the Mad Queen, she's not the Mad Queen, right? No. She, she just has cemented her motivations, let's say, a little bit more clearly in her head with the loss of her dragons, with the loss of her most trusted advisors, the loss of her closest friend, and betrayals. the loss of her, her nephew lover. Um, <laughs> betrayals, right, all the betrayals. I think that the scene becomes that much less effective because of the fact that that we didn't get enough strong motivation for Daenerys to arrive at this point. I think that that for the way that they got there, they 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 gave it a strong characterization for her motivations as they exist in this moment. But again, it's also it comes down to time. Oh, man. It comes down to time because I feel like they they I feel like they should have given John more time to wrestle with the decision. I feel like mm-hmm. they should have given us more time to wrestle with the change. I feel like they should have given other characters more time. I mean, actually, no, so, they shouldn't have given other characters more time to convince her because characters were trying to convince convince him, convince convince him to do something about this for like a few episodes now, whether it's yeah, Paris or I mean, something I, else. I, I, but I, I think, yeah, there, there there needed to be more of an emotional buildup and consequence to John making the decision that he did because it was one scene talking to Tyrion. There's like one little scene after that, and then we get to the scene where he's just like, "Well, I love you. You, you're my queen. You'll always be my queen." And then what? Hug, the kiss, the hug, the stab. Like, can I say which one makes, thing? Makes though? sense, but like again, there should have been more emotional weight to it, given to the characters to spend time with this horrible decision that John had to make. I, I want to just say one thing, and this this has to deal with how they they approach the character of Danny because. She she's been very vocal on you know all these interviews and stuff of, of how surprising this was to her, right? Mm-hmm. And so, <clears throat> in one of the interviews, she said she didn't know where her character was going until season eight because that's when they gave her the script and that's when they told her that she was going to go not mad, yeah, but she was going to take this dark turn, questionable right? things, and. The interesting thing that I found is that there was a lot of times that there was there was points in that interview where she said in previous seasons she was doing a certain scene a certain way, mm-hmm. right? And the either the director or the showrunners they said no, I don't want you to do it this way. Yeah. I want you to do it That's this way. Reason. Yeah. And she never understood that fact. Mm-hmm. And so I think for me, there's a problem with that because I think mm-hmm. if you're right. trying to lean in, and this goes to your point about how quickly this change happened, right? Mm-hmm. If you're kind of leaning into that stuff, maybe you inform your performer and say, hey, listen, I'm not going to tell you what, what's going to happen, but know that your character is heading down this path because now maybe you maybe you address your scenes just a little bit differently maybe, with a little yeah. bit more subtlety and and there is something in there where it's like okay you can kind of see that progression the entire time and even Tyrion said it we've cheered her for all the atrocities yes, that she's absolutely. done we've and and there There's has a been for that 
but but my point is if you had played some of those scenes a little bit differently, yeah, see, then maybe you see... Instead of just having her glower behind Star Wars, right. oh, there's, there's a reason she's for sliding that. down the hill there's as opposed to that. falling off the prep. Pre- pre- no, 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 no. See, that's the thing. That's the way that you look at it, okay? Again, that's, and there's a reason why I think that it was a great tactic by the directors to do that. Because they don't want her to change all her other scenes that has the fans in that who have become enamored to her, right? Like... Like, you give her some of that information that, look, you're going to, not going to tell you how or what's going to happen, but you're going to eventually turn dark. How would that have affected the last three seasons? Maybe her maybe her scenes would have some sort of tinge and some sort of, like, tell that, yes, would have told her that, like, she's going dark. Maybe, but, that, maybe it would have needed that. Maybe that would have been better. No, I don't think so. Because the whole thing was, the same way they have, like, all her followers in the show, in the actual, you know, mm-hmm. series, uh, the... Unsullied and everyone else, Tyrion, for example, we had to see that same thing. We had to feel that same emotion. Like we had to fall in love with her. But I think right? so that way, so that way, we don't we we don't believe it ourselves. Like no, she couldn't do it. No, she's not going to burn the city down and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Even though, if you really pay attention to it, this has been like foreshadowed for three, four seasons. No, I agree with that. I agree with that. So so, but, if, so hold on. If you if you look at it like from Without like, uh, without like being like, I was not that I was ever the a fan of twenty twenty vision. No, no, no stuff. it's not that. It's just I was never a, like a super fan of Danny. Mm-hmm. You know, like I always kind of look at it as like, like I was one of those few people I think that like she would do a bunch of stuff, and I was like, that's kind of fucked up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. it's cool that she did it, but I was like, I don't know. Like I like I never looked at her as like the one to rule Westeros, even though like the show in my mind I was like, well, she's probably going to eventually become the the queen on the throne, but I never wanted it to happen because I saw all the things that she did. Yeah, like John so, wouldn't, wouldn't lock a guy and his like prostitute in a crypt, like to suffocate and starve and die, like that guy in that one season. Yeah, yeah. Whatever his name was, he was. See, but that's what I'm saying. Like character. she already had like all these things, but he would torture. He would torture the, people. The majority of the fans and all the people that followed her in the show itself. You know, they were blinded to that because they saw, like, they fell in love with her. Now, if we didn't fall in love with her, then we would have had had that same impact. They did but it's not us. like it was, it's not like it was just, like, from one episode to the next that she dropped off. For me, she was always like that. She was just being kept in check. They did drop hints because even when she decapitated all those, those yeah. slave masters, right? One of, one of the, one of the characters of the decapitated, yeah. right? Yeah. He came up and he was like, well, why'd you kill my dad? You know, yeah. he wasn't, he wasn't. He was opposed to slavery. He was actually actively fighting them. But you chose oh, yeah. to summarily just yeah. grab everybody. Yeah, killing that guy too, right? Right, exactly. And, and you know, really with the Tarleys, the Tarleys, she, yeah. had, she had the opportunity to she did it imprison just an example. them. And she, right, exactly. So there has been hints. There's been plenty of hints. The problem is, again, like I told you, if you look at her as like a hero, that's where you made your first mistake. No, no, no. But, but the thing is, you know... <clears throat> I'm going to go back to that previous episode where she's sitting on top of the walls of, of King's Landing, right? Um, you know, she's obviously one, right? She obviously has control of King's Landing and the Red Keep. And you see that just that anger and seething building. There's really no justification at that particular point, right? You've already won the battle. You've won the war. Yes. There's no reason to continue doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's like I said, that's the biggest problem for me because, yeah, you're right. You've been foreshadowing this whole, this whole thing about how she's not know. exactly the best, the best person, right? 
but yet in that one specific no. scene she has constipation and I decides think, she wants to take no, it on no not at all, on the thing. Not at all because she's done it she's done the exact same thing she went against Tyrion and everyone else like uh when she executed the masters they told don't do it you know and the whole the, the public asking for mercy she still did it just to do it you know what though you know just to rule out of fear and power you know what i mean it's not the first time that she's done it she's done it countless times we just justify it until the unjustifiable came to happen but it, it's nothing it's, changed with her it's a bigger flip than being fucked up to, to but it's not enemies. a flip that's my thing it's not but, a flip. but it kind of is because like to me to me the reason is the main reason that it's a flip it, it, it's almost impossible to deny. It's a flip when you go from like being somebody who protects innocent people, women and children, to burning. immediately burning them to death. Like that's a huge flip. There's a difference between like doing horrible things right, to your enemies. Right. I'm gonna I'm throw one. I'm gonna throw one at you. But that's okay? that's me. I'm gonna throw one at you. Okay. Here's the thing. Where even though like obviously in our society mm-hmm. slavery is not condonable in any way, right? Mm-hmm. In their society, slavery was a norm and it was legal. They weren't bad. Some of those slavers would actually like the 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 the, the slave himself that like said he had a home, he had food, he had everything for his family. Mm-hmm. They weren't bad people. And by their laws they were still innocents. Mm-hmm. You know? And she still did it, right? Like instead of like I know that she wants to break the wheel, mm-hmm. but she could have done it in a way where like it still for like didn't like uh punish them even though for theirs in their society they were still being but they're still technically innocent. You just you just nailed the head on you nailed the whatever, right? Exactly. Because and I'm gonna go back to Jose's point. A lot of the atrocities that she did, she did it toward quote unquote evil people. Right? But evil in in, in, in evil in terms in, of the, the slave owners, yeah. in terms of all that stuff, yeah. right? But in her mind. So now, and going back to his point, she was supposed to be the protector of the people, right? She was supposed to be the the free, the breaker of chains. And this particular act is so out of out of place for her because with all the other no, things that she no, did before, she was killing quote but unquote the- evil people. When she chose to burn King's Landing, like he said. It was innocence. It was women and children that just happened to be collateral damage. That's not her norm. But it's not you know even just saying? that. Remember when she was taking over Marine, that she wanted to go in there with the dragons and destroy the entire city. She was convinced not to. She was advised not to. It was her first instinct to do so. And she was advised not to do so. Okay, but guess what happened in this instance? She had no advisors anymore. They were all dead. Exactly. She was a dragon unchained. That's all it was. To me, she was not different in any way. She just did not have those checks and balances. It's like what Lady Olena said. You're a you dragon. Know, that's my thing. A dragon. Yeah, a dragon. You know, like she was not nothing changed. You know, she <laughs> is who she was ever since she gained the power. Like the more power she had, the more she was willing to use it. But it's not like that wasn't that wasn't her first instinct. She just always had people telling her what to do or what she what they thought was the right thing to do. Masandi and Jora and. You know, even um, what's Back his name? The, the, the John and Tyrion. Uh, what's uh, yeah, John Tyrion and, and the other freaking the sellsword. I forgot his name. The one that she left behind him. Dario, uh, Dario, yeah, yeah. Even Dario he Harris. was like, you know, he was like, I'm, I'll, I'll be the first one to go in there. Uh, as a matter of fact, wasn't it in that scene like uh, when he went in through the back door to to uh, to open up the gates for for them to come in? Um, oh, the Trojan horse thing. 
sort of like the Trojan horse yeah. kind of thing. So like right? and, and yes, yes, song. exactly. Before that, her thought was to go in there with the dragons. And he was like, no, let me go in there for you. That was Yonkai, yeah. right? That was the city of Yonkai, Yonkai. yes, yes. But, sure. but again, you know, like it's not like she wasn't like that already. And that's the thing. If you, if you, if you aren't in love with her, if you're not in like Team Danny's camp, it's easier to see that. But it's very easy to be blinded by love. If you love the character, it's easy to just turn a blind eye to like all these other. So, so if your kid is named Daenerys or Khaleesi, then you probably yeah, you suck. Who really <laughs> got fooled? <laughs> the end. Like a whole yeah, bunch of people so, did do that, right? So, yeah, a lot of people yeah. did that apparently in the last Woo. few years. There's a lot of people who are going to be a little upset, or maybe not. Maybe they're not upset. Maybe they're just like, you know what? She was a badass till the end. There you so go. It doesn't really matter very much. But I mean, just, just like that, they're just going to justify <laughs> everything. They're just going to justify because they love her so much. <laughs> they're going to find a way. So let's talk about the end. Let's talk, let's talk about, well, she got stabbed, right? So that was the big moment, obviously, mm-hmm. of, of that scene. But then the reaction after that is another moment. There's so many divisive moments in this episode. Not all of them were bad, and I didn't think this was a particularly bad scene. I, I liked how Drogon kind of came to the realization that she died. I feel like that was, I mean, anybody who, who has, has had an animal understands that that's how an animal probably would react in that situation. Well, not like, a dragon. No. You know, I mean, a dragon is a little bit different, yes, but, like, the dragon still was treated, like, had a relationship with her yeah. like you would have yeah. with a pet, yeah. right? Like, a, like, kind of that loving, like, mom-like-child mom, relationship. So you can under, I can understand why the dragon reacted that way. Yeah. What I don't understand is why did the dragon burn the Iron Throne, guys? Why, what, what was, what was the motivations behind that? Because it looked like he was about to burn John, which for me, I thought that was going to be a cool moment when we were going to finally see that John is also fireproof because he's a freaking Targaryen. He's supposed to be. Well, right? I think that that would have been a waste of scene then, right? Because yeah. then what happened? Then the dragon's like, yeah, then, uh, well, I saw it. Yeah, what, what do we do now? That's why they do it, I guess. I think, that the dra- I think Drogon knew. I think the dragons know when there's Targaryen blood. I think that that's why the dragons even allowed John to climb on yeah. top yeah, and agree. stuff like that. They yeah. sensed it. He's like trying you to know? set you on fire. ain't going to work. You know, and the other thing too is that I think that like, you know, we never really saw this, mm-hmm. you know, but like, or they never really fleshed it out. But I think that like the way that like they I where we've heard that before. No, no, no. But listen, <laughs> I, I think I think that like even even when um when <laughs> when uh, they kind of go into going back to that scene that you said that you, that, that, that you didn't enjoy with. Uh, John and Danny going like in this like Disney World kind of fantasy. Oh yeah, like, oh, yeah. yeah. the magic carpet ride. <laughs> yeah, the magic carpet ride. Guess what? All she said was like, <laughs> "Just go where you want to go, and, and the dragon will take you." Mm-hmm. That tells me that there's some sort of mental connection between the dragon and the, the rider or the whole Avatar thing. So maybe Drogon knew Danny's intentions the entire time. You know what I mean? Maybe towards, he had some real connection. Maybe it wasn't just like an inanimate object that he burned. Maybe he knew. What the throne was. That's exactly like that. I think you know Drogon I mean? is the smartest character in Game of Thrones because he didn't he didn't take it out on John. There's yeah. two ways you can look at this, right? You can look at it as as Drogon being the stupid animal and, and seeing that she got stabbed and seeing that the <laughs> Iron Throne's got a whole bunch <laughs> of stabbing type of things and say, okay, well yeah, that's I the thing. That. I don't I don't buy that for an instant. That would I be think, even stupider. I think honestly. I'm in your camp where he realizes the reason that Danny is dead. Is because Not of that because damn of John. throne. It's because of the throne. Exactly. Exactly. Again, revenge on the throne. Corrupting power, right? And I like how he melted it, just like they melted the ring of power, right? Yeah. It was exactly the it's same. No more. Exactly. It's no more. He took out the thing that killed his mom, 
and would corrupt men forever. Not only that, but you he, know took out, he took out the, the, the one that thing the, that's living proof of all the wars that happened. Remember, each one of those swords was through Listen, a battle for the throne. That right? throne was built you know? by dragons, and it was destroyed by dragons, right? Yeah, so, absolutely. You know. Now, Asa, what do you think about like the final thing with like Drogon carrying the Nerys <laughs> away? Like, what do you think of that scene? Those, those are going pretty nice. I mean, I don't, I don't know where he's taking her. Ha ha! Yes, I, I have a theory too. You saw the uh, theories? Well, I mean, one of the, one of the theories. Well, is, but we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that yeah, yeah. when we get but to let, the. Uh, let Asa finish his thought. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but yeah, that was that was uh, that was nice to, um, to see Drogon lift up his mother and uh, take her somewhere we don't know where they're going and just fly away from his cousin. It's fitting um, that Drogon and his cousin. He's going to keep on this one. I didn't realize it until now, and it's kind of, it's kind of dumb. What was the, there was, there was <laughs> a video I saw that had a really, really bad, really awesome nickname for the whole situation. That's his. That's uh, Daenerys' nephew. Oh, nephew. That's horrible. But I thought, I thought it was uh, fitting to have Drogon, namesake of Khal Drogo. Yeah. Yes, be the yeah. final dragon to survive and be the one to carry her off mm-hmm. to where we have our theories of where and she's going. Viserion but, after her brother Viserys. And yeah, he, well, he became. Yeah. It's, it's interesting that Viserion also was the one that became evil. Is it also in interesting sense, that right? mm-hmm. when when John was still writing the dragon, who's writing on Rhaegon, who's named after his father, his mm-hmm. legit father? Rhaegon Ray, Targaryen. His name is Rhaegar. The dragon is Rhaegar. Rhaegal, yeah. which is yeah. yeah, basically those dragons are all named after well, you know, Khal Drogo and yeah. and and the other different characters. Um, they all uh, kind of match their fates, also, right? Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. Except also, for their Drogon. fates somewhat match. Drogon yeah. die. Um, so. And or Viserion died of, died more of ice <laughs> than of like like fire because Viserion Viserys he had the gold dumped on his head basically, right? So it was a little bit different the way that he died. But yeah, that's true. But theory wise, you're thinking that Drogon's gonna take her to Volantis? No, that's where no, they, they mentioned it. They said, they said like, uh, they, like, like, we'll go into, well, isn't that where that, the, the, the Lord of Lights uh, where, where were they? Something born? like that, yeah. We're, we're gonna talk about that. Oh, okay. It's cool because you just saw the, you kind of like just been catching up, so everything's yeah. pretty fresh in your mind, so we're gonna mm-hmm. go into that in a moment. Um, I was gonna take her to Middle Earth or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, remember that's where Arya is going. She's going to Middle Earth. Yeah, yeah, and she's going. To she's definitely going to Middle Earth. She's going to end up in the new Lord of the Rings series when it comes out. <laughs> okay, so we have the scene ending. We have Drogon flying off, flying off into the distance with Mom uh, to to take her to a burial ground or to wherever it is that she's going. We'll get into um, some theories about that in a little bit. But then we have our little time jump um, to a few weeks later, and Tyrion is brought in in front of the. The, the Westerosi Council, uh, of basically of all the surviving lords and characters and houses and, houses and anybody that's still, still left. Uh, who is there? We have Gendry there. We have Arya, Sansa, um, the new lord of Dorne. Mm-hmm. Um, Doesn't Aaron, have a single line. Robin Aaron, <laughs> Robin Aaron is Robin there, Aaron. right? Sam, um, Sam Tarly is there. Sam Tarly is there. Edmure. And yeah, Edmure Tully. Tully. I was gonna say he has one of the more fun scenes that we have that over actor, there. That actor gets all the worst things, yeah, though, you know, <laughs> or all the best things. Yeah, because you know, okay. that was one of the more it's interesting the smug parts. He of got to live thing. without having to like actually go through any of the fighting. 
Yeah, was he was he just a prisoner for a while. Yeah, was he was just a prisoner most yeah. of the time. But wasn't and he, he was a well-treated prisoner, I think they said. He was, like, relatively well-treated. Oh, no, no, no. Alaria from Dorne. She was a prisoner in the Red Keep, right? Yeah, she, but they killed her, right? No, her. I don't think they ever did. They never showed well, she her. might be dead now. Yeah, you know I'm I'm saying? Saying? Yeah, I guess. There's probably okay. a few anyway. characters if you go back and try to look at the continuity that are going to be... He was, he was, he was captured somehow. by the phrase. <laughs> he was captured by the phrase. So. The phrase are dead. Well, but not all of them. The men were. The women were still yeah, alive. Oh, yeah, the women are still alive. So maybe they they probably freed But, them. I mean, his, his, his wife was... Is a fray also. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one of the... Yeah, one of those people. Yeah, she was also still alive, right? Huh? Her face was yeah. yeah, so probably she went and freed him and stayed. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, oh yeah, Brienne is also there, I believe, right? Sir Davos is there, even though he's not yeah. representing as a lord, he's still Yara. there yeah, to make uh, make a decision. Yeah, Yara, Yara is there as well. The, uh, the Iron Fleet, the Iron Islands, and that's pretty the significant, Iron, also. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. The Iron Fleet, the Iron Islands, yeah, that's pretty significant, also because. Uh, in this council, as Tyrion is brought to the council, he basically uh, ends up suggesting that they decide on a new, a new king. Um, and the, the only problem I have with that What's is... What's your problem with that now? This guy, I, I, I think I, he and I, I have the same problems because... Oh my god, this, my gosh, you have no idea. Look, I know, I know Tyrion's a guy with power and influence that exists in the past, but the man is literally about to be executed. They brought him in front of the council for what exactly? Not like, to was be he, executed. Okay. Was he supposed right, to be negotiated? To, was, he, was, was he supposed to was he pleading something? To, was he negotiating? They never like, mentioned those no, charges. What, they, what, they, what? Remember, Sansa was like, the deal was that you're supposed to bring Tyrion and Jon so that they can negotiate. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. Okay. But they that. I missed that. Yeah, that was said, a missed opportunity, too. Why the hell didn't John even show up in that scene? Like, because well, there's they, a reason. Because, because the other side decided, like, no. John they did Alex. say no, but, like, and they, they, you know, such a pivotal character to be. Yeah, but, like, Ray Worm himself was, like, you know. Tossed. Like, it's not that he was just tossed. I mean, like, it does suck. And I'll go into that in a moment. Mm-hmm. Okay, but Grey Worm to him was like, I'm not willing to negotiate for John. I can negotiate for Tyrion, but John is going to pay for what he did. No, because in Grey Worm's eyes, like Tyrion wasn't the one that killed Danny. I mean, he doesn't know what happened. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? As far as he knows, all Tyrion did was throw away the hand. Yeah, you I guess he, he like well, he like he doesn't care. Really, he doesn't know about the about Jamie it. situation. I don't yeah. think probably. No, no, I think he does. He does. But again, to him, like that still wasn't like that's not anything it's that's not, really relevant because it's not Jamie full on died. treason. It, it, Jamie died, and mm-hmm. you know, and like that's not too consequential for 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 Grey Worm. I think that like. Maybe I can use this. I'm not like a politician. I'm not political. This whatever. All I'm all I am is a general. Okay. A so if I can mm-hmm. a is general. Although some <laughs> like some some memes show otherwise apparently. Oh like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I see. Uh, apparently so, that was another. Right. So I'm not really sure we'll let you we'll that. let you have this segment <laughs> okay. that I can boil and stew and get ready to explode off of yours. <laughs> okay. You guys can fight off. Where do I smelling that stew? Where do I start? I'm putting it right here. You can feel it over here, right? Where do I ship you with a wine opener? <laughs> with a cork opener? Are you serious? That's the kind of battle you're going to twist is. my head open? I punch right into your tongue. That's, oh That's what Tyburn did. That's what Tyburn did to Melton. Yeah, I guess, you know. All right. Where, I, I'm going to tell you this right Just now. Just begin. I hated, hated, hated this scene. This really? Was, this this, oh, my God. This, for me. That's a strong word. For me, this is the absolute worst se- worst scene in the history of Game of Thrones. Okay. Okay. Right. First of all, we have a time jump. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's weeks after 
the events I think of, it might of even be months. No, no, he said weeks because oh, really? um, I think they didn't mention because that. Because Tyrion mm-hmm. said, "I've had weeks to dis- to think this over." Yeah. So we're talking at least a couple of weeks, if not more than that. Okay. Um, the the implication is that Grey Worm and the Unsullied are running what's left of King's Landing, right? Okay. Yeah, I guess who is running things? Um, we've already seen Grey Worm assassinate. The enemies of Danny. Why are these two still alive? Okay. Bargaining chip one and number two. Bargaining Danny. for what? Well, for their safety. They don't want to rule Westeros. They don't want that. They're not. They're not rulers. They, they, right, but that but I can see. But, but, like but, but they also know that they're surrounded by the rest of their. But he even said it. He even said it. And Davos had to bring everybody down. He was like, you know what? I've got thousands of unsullied in here. What are you going to do? Yeah, but that's and just Sansa posturing. goes it's, like it's this. It's just but his That's the same thing that Cersei said. No, but his like, character I got the golden army. This, that, and the other. His character believes it. So why in the world do you have these people alive? That's the first thing. That's a minor thing. Because That's even though, hold on, because even though he might say, I have thousands of unsullied, does he still really want to throw them to fight again? Why, they why not? They just finished, like, the biggest war for something, for what? But they're soldiers. That's what they're built and, to do. And, and again. He's not a politician. And again. And again. Okay, they still have John in their eyes. They're not letting go of John. So why not negotiate? If he learned anything from Asandi and, but and from he wants Danny, to, just to negotiate. But he wants to kill them. It's it's obvious. There, there's no. He was like, no, it, I'm. He's not going free. He's they, he says it straight yes, up. But he he's wants like, to do it. I understand that. But he wants to. He wants to do it justly though. He doesn't yeah, want it to justly. be done. Yeah, he doesn't want it to he be killed, done. Where, he murdered those. He those. doesn't want it to be done. Where like they go in and then try to try the unsullied and try to. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't See, that, that again to me ties into more time for this shit. Could have explained how all that happened. Did Arya do something? Did Sir Davos still have some influence? Maybe. Who convinced him to do it that right, way? Right, exactly. Because we don't I'm know. I'm saying doing it that way doesn't you know, make sense. We've already established but, but in, in the episode. Did he think of it all by himself? So, so, all right. So, was there this, more to this, it than this goes, that? I was going to talk about this a little bit like after kind of like we wrapped up. Mm-hmm. But the only problem that I had mm-hmm. is with the editing of the shows. Because in my opinion, it would have been much more impactful for episode five, The Bells, mm-hmm. to end like the last 30 minutes or last 20 minutes to be the first 20 minutes or the first 30 minutes of the, this uh, of the Game of Thrones. I felt well, you could have done that if you didn't have literally 45 minutes of Danny exactly. Burton. Yeah, there. I think like they yeah. had cut that down. That's where my only issue with the editing is. Like if they had put Danny's death at the end of episode five, mm-hmm. where like right after the death, you just cut to black. What happens in our time with the rest? Of we this. have an we have an entire week where all we get to do is digest her death, where it won't actually seem like it yeah, just came out of nowhere. Explain great motivations a little bit battle and then you, have, then you can have one whole episode that takes place after a time jump so the time jump doesn't happen the whole thing has been rushed i don't think that it was rushed i think yeah, that it was, it was just cut wrongly if you cut her death into the end of episode five and you just make the rest of this episode on its own where we have time to digest between all this because again what would happen during that week after danny's death if we had cut it that way that whole time we would have been thinking What's going to happen next? Where are they going to go now? This, that, and the other. And or to even, us, it would have been like a physical time jump. But you could have even you know, ended it maybe with Tyrion getting, and getting arrested at the beginning of this episode also. That would have been I bad. think that the time jump would have been fine. Place I think they could have, like, I think the time jump worked fine, you know what I mean? Because, like, again, gave they, five years so the reason, the reason I think the time jump worked is because it gave us a sense of normality. Like, 
Could you imagine if there was no time jump and all of a sudden they're just having like a council discussing, yeah. negotiating? That would not make sense. Armies of winter no, are outside. Like I said, I'm fine with yeah. the time jump because, like you said, it, it shows that they're starting to, to normalize. Right? Yeah, exactly. that's fine. Um, going back to the way you're editing this, though, let me ask you a question then. If the death is the end of episode five, then, every, like you said, everybody's anxious what's going to happen next. And we get this stuff. Don't you think that that's a downer for episode six? Not necessarily. You know? Not necessarily. Because necessarily. if you look at like storytelling, I I agree with if you look at storytelling and screenwriting, okay, the when when you look at a screenplay, okay, the ending is different from the end of Act Three, right? So mm-hmm. like when you have it in three acts, okay, the 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 ending of the third act isn't the actual ending of whatever yeah, 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 movie yeah. or show it is, okay? You know, to me, I looked at this the the, the from the time jump. And to the end of that that episode as the end of the story, not necessarily the end of the third act was when Danny died mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. Okay, after that is the the the, the, the epilogue. You the, know, it's the just movement. it's yeah, just the uh, it's just the like mm-hmm. all right, mm-hmm. so let's tie up you know the rest of the show. And stuff yeah. like that. So I don't look at it as like you know the end of this act. You right. know what I mean? It's just a wrap up of of, of everything. Well, like what now? You know what I mean? Um, and again, it's not that far-fetched to be like, well, we have these really valuable prisoners. They're not, like, I don't think that Grey Worm is just going to, like, straight up kill them when he knows that they're bargaining chips. For whatever it is that they got to bargain. What's his yes. bargaining Either bad that's, thing that's or, thing. or, or bad times he bargained. Because we shouldn't be answering those questions so explicitly. I think there's certain things that you, it's okay to leave to the viewer to interpret. That shouldn't have been open for interpretation. I think Grey Worm's motivations should have been more clear yes, from the moment yeah, he like, kind of his character kind of yeah, didn't but have like, much to do no, other than no. yeah, other than no, just no, no, like fulfill her orders. Too. Like the other thing too is like Grey Worm. And is now, Sunday. Grey Worm is not versed in anything except war. So he how does he figure know. out how to do all this political stuff? He doesn't think, know. Again, how that's no, our question. If he's only versed in war. Where did this savvy come from? Where right. did this, where did this but again, it's not savvy, right? Because you know what he do? He he took prisoners, but he didn't know what to do with them. He has and his queen's orders. No, no, no. So that, but his, queen, his queen's I orders. Understand that, but his queen is dead now. And like once, uh, but so he's still we following. No, no, no. Yeah. Because Grey Worm is a follower. And without a queen to give him orders, he doesn't know what to do. I That's agree. Issue. I agree with the fact that he doesn't want King's Landing. Yes. I agree. I, I agree that he has he has no idea what to do with King's Landing, right? Um, I, I just have a problem with him. Why these people are still alive? But that's not the biggest problem that I have with this. Okay. The biggest. What's problem the biggest have, problem you got? It's Tyrion. Why is Tyrion the biggest problem? Tyrion comes out. He's in chains. He's obviously a prisoner of war. He chooses. The king for the people of Westeros. After Grey Worm told him to shut up. Grey Worm <laughs> told him to shut up. No, here, here it is. Here it is. This is how crazy insane this thing is. Grey Worm tells him to shut up. Tyrion agrees that he should shut up because everything that he says is totally wrong. And then he decides for the next 20 minutes to rant on everybody and say, This is what we should do. After I told story? you that I suck at giving advice lately, after the guy told me that I should shut up, the fact that I'm a prisoner of war and I'm gonna be the one that decides 
who the who the he didn't decide. The, yes, he did. Hold on, because he listen, they listen, he listen, gave listen. him the he chance. Made the decision for them. He didn't make the decision. Yes, for them. he did. He made a suggestion. He gave okay, him I can be on death row and I can. Make Why a do you even right? give him the suggestion? Why do you even listen to him? He's a prisoner. So That's what? like saying Ted so Bundy, Charles Manson. Tell me who the king is. You want to know why? Oh, just you want to know why? Because Danny would not have even gotten to King's Landing without Tyrion. And maybe Grey Worm understood that too. So then why did he tell okay. him to shut up? Exactly. Because out of anger. Because he's pissed. Okay? I'm not allowed to be like, yo, shut up. Even though I might listen to you. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on. Yo, shut up. Like, you can have exactly. like, an emotional response in the moment. Oh, but okay? it was so horrible that the way they did it. That is not that horrible. And then he Even goes, period. let's get the guy with the best story. I mean, I mean, you can you can make a case that Sansa has a better story than Bran. You can make a case that Arya has a better story. Gendry has a better story. Brienne, Brienne has a better story. But it's not just even I don't, John all, has a better story. First of all, I you don't think that any of them have. And maybe did John, John, they, John did, maybe John had a better they, story. They John, John died. died. Hold on, yep. hold on. John may have a better story in our eyes, but for what they need for their civilization and their people. Is not necessarily the best story because he's always going to have that stigma that Jamie had that the king slip. Okay, mm. he might have been great, but he's so, also the one that stabbed his his woman in the heart. So you pick you know what I mean? the guy. So so okay. okay. Who do they pick? They pick the guy not just with the best story, but also the one that has the story of all humanity. And if they had okay. leaned on so, that, I'm good. But, but then again, that's what he focused on more than anything. But, but then again, you pick the guy that has no empathy whatsoever. I so think a what? good king has to have some empathy because otherwise, then you're Thanos. Then you're that's you're, not necessarily you're, true. And I, also, and I also and no, there's don't think that, to that in the comics also. Because I don't think that he didn't have empathy. <laughs> no, either. he doesn't have empathy because then how do you know how, how, what what's wrong with the people? How do you know what they're suffering through? I, how do you know that? I think he had empathy. What? Yeah, I think he had empathy he's because he's not a human person anymore. He's, he's not like, a human I'm person, but he he, person. he had empathy because you could say that he used them yes because he knew what was going to happen to say like um like uh not a Euron um. Theon. Theon, excuse me. Theon, Theon and Jamie. He, he, he kept them there to die. Yeah, he kept them there That's to die. But he, like, he knew that he, he didn't have to tell he him. To, like, he didn't have to listen, give him relief in that final listen, moment of like. Bran was playing band, the game of you know? Thrones. He had to also he recognize was. that he was playing the game. Okay? He did everything, everything that happened. And that, let's not say Bran. Let's say the three I graded. Okay? Everything that happened happened because that's how he wanted it to happen. Okay? You know, and that was like another thing. And, that and hold on, hold me. on. That's, the, the other thing too is that, like you said, that he had no empathy. Well, like to them, they don't. Maybe they don't know that. Let's put ourselves in the character shoes. You know what I mean? To Tyrion, he's like he's the perfect guy because he has no other allegiances. All he has is the history of humanity and what's right and wrong. You know what I mean? That's it. That's and, to, saying, and, yeah. and all he's doing is making a suggestion, just like Sam Tarly made a suggestion. Why don't we let the people choose? No, I, I think Bran was a good choice. I had that's probably with that the best choice. choice with that too. Why? Because you know what. The whole, the whole thing, the whole thing about Game of Thrones, the whole thing about Danny's arc has been she's trying to break the wheel, right? Yeah. And and so, what better way to break, they break the it wheel? as much as they wanted to? But they right. Did. But that's what I'm saying. They you did. had the opportunity to break it all the way because with democracy, you know what? though, with democracy, because that would have been too though. clean of it. That would have been too, yeah, been too easy. easy. Like and then we became ancient Greece. You you're back to the whole where the elites are 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 taking over the thing. Sort of, but in a different way. They even were like, oh well, you know what? 
how about my dog gets a vote? Yes, what about my horse? Would it have been better? That's a reflection of the times. Yeah, would it have been better if they learned from all their mistakes? That's how you break the wheel. In that moment? By doing something totally yes, different. Yes, but it doesn't happen you overnight. And they got to show that it doesn't happen overnight. Uh, it's a slow just, process. Yeah, even in democracy, that kind of stuff doesn't like, happen overnight. Yeah, our democracy. Democracy isn't slow. So what's the next best thing? If they have like a council that's gonna pick somebody, they could have they could have shown how like I think they would have dropped the ball if they picked someone that would have just kept like the same thing. If they picked Sansa, which would have been I think a, a great choice in my opinion. I as, need to. Right? But here's the problem she was with that. Perfect. Here's the problem that she's perfect as a person and as a ruler, but it would have broken the wheel because she still would have married, she still would have had kids. And her kids would have been the ones ascending the throne. Okay. So that does not break the wheel. So let, let me ask you this question, right? The whole premise is that we're going to have a council that um, the next king, they're going to be the ones that, to to basically appoint who the that. king is, right? Maybe. Okay. Maybe. Well, no, it wouldn't be. They like, couldn't do it now. No, the council is are the are the. This lords. council sucked because they had the well, opportunity it's the to first say. first council. I mean, look how crappy they were. Uh, even in like the, the, so you got the prisoner to do it for you, right? No, you know he didn't make the choice. He made the suggestion. Everyone hey, Charles else. Manson, who should be the king? Oh, okay, so <laughs> first of all, you can't compare it to. No, I know. I know. I'm, okay, I'm, but I'm taking it to the extreme. I'm gonna run. I'm gonna run through this thread. I'm gonna run through this with you. Oh, I, know, I know you guys are gonna are gonna keep fighting each other on this one. So I'm it's, all it's, it's all good. It's all good. Oh, I know there's a lot. Well, that's, that's it's all good. That's a little <laughs> bit of a different reaction. <laughs> no, we just gotta ignore the fact that Edward <laughs> tried to make a claim to the Iron Throne. See, I thought that's I'm a veteran of two wars. <laughs> I have always thought of taking my you know, skills in the state crime. myself a statesman. Uncle, please. Uncle, sit. 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 That was a great moment. Yeah, but. I've seen a meme that like that. Except you like replaced Sansa, like asserting her actual power. Yeah, she should have been the king, the queen. She's the queen in the north. She's the best to lead them. She, but she, at the same time, she also she's the queen in the north. So can't you have her being the queen and yet have the same rules apply to Bran? No, 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 because she doesn't want. She doesn't want to have. She, she, her role now is protect the Winterfell and her people, and Why she, she no longer cares about King's Landing. And everything. That's why, why she separated because, herself. Because, and, because and, and everything. That was another thing. Because of. It was because too easy. She feels like everything that has to do with like King's Landing is what made her like all the bad memories. She doesn't want anything to do with that. And she's within her as a victim, as a survivor. She has every right to like not want to have anything to do with that. You know, That's first the of all. third thing that I had a problem with. Because problem why, with her, like, why does the North get to separate? Because and, that's how it and, always and works. Every, so Dorne has the same. The Dorne difference is the same again. Thing. The difference is because all the other six kingdoms relied on each other for their resources. Winterfell relied on nobody for the resources. But Dorne also was independent in the books. They've been independent. They for were the independent. Longest. They and, were and independent. The so they had not Winterfell, but the entire North yeah, as a yeah. kingdom. The entire North as a kingdom, yes, except yes. the Iron Islands were dependent on Winterfell. Mm-hmm. But then why? Again, it was so easy. It was like. Guys, he's the king. We're seceding. Peace. Okay. okay. Yeah, and that's fine. Because in there, see, the thing is, like, for and them, nobody else no, no, thought. But let's look at way. all these other houses. Okay, they're all going to respect. They all these. suck. <laughs> they all suck. Why? Because they're nobodies. They're nobodies. The Sam Tarly. You think he's gonna say no to Sansa and the Starks and and, and whatever they want to do and say? So why not? You think Gendry is gonna say and do anything against that? Well, well Gendry has a claim to the throne. Yeah. No, he doesn't. Yes, he does. No, he doesn't. He. You he wanna does. know why he doesn't have a claim to the throne? Why? Because Robert Baratheon's claim 
isn't just because there was still a Targaryen bloodline. Okay, remember, he needs to kill all the Targaryens for his to be claimed to the throne to be legit. Everybody believed that all the Targaryens were dead. Well, okay, but they weren't. The That's why he was trying, knows he's trying to kill the Baratheons. He was trying to kill all of his bastards, not two. Robert Baratheon was also trying to try to call, kill all of his kids, too. No. They was. No, no, no. no, yeah, no. Kind of that was, wasn't that Cersei? Cersei was the one that trying to kill all, all, all of his all of his bastards. Because she didn't want to have a Baratheon taken. Maybe, fight. maybe that's what it was. It was Cersei. So there but was a claim there. But there, there was a claim there. No, 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 depending on, depending again, on. This is why, this is why. But all Robert the Targaryens are dead. No. Quote, unquote. Yeah, but to the, quote, to the public's eye. But the real story is that it's not. And if we're trying to be justified, okay, if we're trying to, like, not be conniving, or we're just going to disregard the Targaryen bloodline, then they would have to give it to Jon so and force Jon to do it. Out of that council, right. who knows that Jon is a Targaryen? All of them. Do you they? Think, yeah, you think Tyrion and Sansa didn't tell everybody else too? I don't know. At this about point, that. probably not anymore. No, why, 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 I think that like, point, they all know. I think at this point they all know. Like, I disagree with that because okay, okay. So well, first of all, first of all, I, I happen to agree with well. I think the fact that Tyrion just gave this big speech and they all decided Bran's the one. Didn't but again, sense. why not? Just because they're the elites doesn't mean that they're worse. They're elites by by. But why are they giving one? him a voice? Because what, he's the one that that drinks and knows things. He knows more than any of them. He's there. in chains. It doesn't matter. Did, okay. It, if a, you put Albert Einstein in chains, do you still not listen to his science uh, theories? If I don't know who he is, I'm not listening well, to him. Well, guess what? All of them did know who Tyrion was, and they know him as a Lannister. That doesn't matter to them anymore. Oh, I think it still no, does. No, it doesn't matter. If Jamie, let me because ask you if they knew him as if, a Lannister, they wouldn't have ever even accepted him if as Jamie, an ally. If Jamie was still there, do you think that they would not have wanted him dead? Because Maybe he's Jamie, a Lannister? but not Tyrion. But a Lannister is a Lannister, right? That doesn't mean None anything. Of, there has not no. been one instance where you can say that they knew of a good Lannister. We know it because we're the audience. Is, for them, look, Sansa goes to bat for Tyrion. You know what I mean? That's number one. And Sansa's the one that all of them would adhere to anyway. Okay. But Yara, Yara was like, no, kill Jon Snow. Yeah, but and she yeah, did, she I know that she was. Because you know what? You yeah, killed my queen. That's true. No, yeah, she's no, from Yara, 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 Yara. Yara. Yara and somebody else were the two people. Yara. And, and Gendry. Gendry, too. Because Gendry, remember, Gendry got his... No, Gendry wasn't. He wasn't for killing Jon. Really? He was. No yeah. way. He was only, it was two people. It wasn't. It, wasn't it was two Yara. people. But Yara, Yara and Gendry. Was, Yara and Gendry were sitting together. So I believe it was there was, there was the a second person in the room with him from, from Daenerys. He has some. That's true. And remember, Tyrion was like. I need, I, need, I need to double check that. Tyrion was like. You like just it. made an ally with Gendry. Remember right. when so he made him a real Baratheon? Yeah, I guess so. I got to double check it, but like that. But again, that would that would also show that. He, he, again, is not well-versed in my opinion. Every single person on that council doesn't really know what they're doing yet. They're just there because there's nobody else to take the throne. To take the Lord, they're lords but, of their houses. Yeah, it's they're not, lords of their houses, but they're still not, they still don't know enough. Davos you know is I mean? an intelligent person. Brienne's an intelligent person. Sansa's an intelligent person. Sam's an intelligent They're not a bunch of idiots. They're not a bunch of idiots, yeah, but they don't have political, they don't have a lot of political experience except for Sansa. The, the only thing that happened here that was that it was all in the interest of the Starks, really. Is There's the two world, people right? that I would say doesn't have experience, maybe even three. Gendry because he just got knighted. Um, Lord, I mean, Lord, King, King, yeah, King the Lord, whatever. Yeah, right. Nobody from the Iron Islands has any real political experience. All they do is rape and pillage. But you, but there, but you have the other guys there. They've they've been there Ooh. forever. Who you got? I I, I can't remember his name. No, not Sam. The older guys. 
There's a bunch of old ass people on that council. They've been lords of their houses forever. I can't remember who they are, and I wish I had. Oh, actually, it was, I don't think it was. It, like it, it was. It was. Uh, it was. Um, that yeah, it was like one of those older guys that was Yara and the old guy that was like the uh, big old guy. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. He, he was the one that was guy. for like uh, killing John. Oh, wasn't he uh, Karstark? Was that the guy? It could be. No, Karstark is dead. But what, he didn't have a. Okay, I'm not sure. So, I mean, we're, we're arguing about, like, who made the choice here. But, of course, Bran gets chosen to be the king. And I know it's, it's a broken record. I, again, I don't think it's the worst choice. I actually have to agree with Wolfie that it's a good choice. No, because I, if you think about I it, do. it but, makes the most sense. That I was going to say it earlier. It's kind of interesting that they chose somebody who who has sort of a middle ground in terms of morality. And boy, was he smug when he got that thing. Well, it's yeah. He because was he was like, "Why do you think I'm here?" Think exactly. Well, again, that, 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 that plays into my whole theory that like he planned it from the start. You know what I mean? He knew that that's out of that go. damn window. You know what I mean? He's like Adam Warlock, man. When he gets the Infinity Gauntlet in the comics, he ejects his good side and his evil side from his body, so that he is just the middle ground of morality. He's kind of like an Adam Warlock type character. So, based on my comic love, I had I didn't have a problem yeah. with the guy who quote unquote didn't have empathy. <laughs> being selected because if you look at the choices he made, he sacrificed like your Theons and your people who maybe deserve to die, depending on how you look at it, for the decisions that they made and spared a lot of other people maybe that would have died if they didn't make those decisions. Granted, you know, he had Daenerys or he saw Daenerys burn down King's Landing and he didn't do anything about it. Mm-hmm. But or he and, might, and they maybe, throw maybe he was, Some people had that theory too, right? You guys see that? That he was controlling the, the dragon and she that had her little cool agency. Ending. That would have been a cool ending, but then it wouldn't have been an ending because we would just would have been like, yeah. So like, then Daenerys would be like, what, what happened? Like the Starks and everyone died. I didn't do that. Me, you know, yeah. For an evil person. John got thrown so under the bus, bro. No. He did not. No. That actually, so I, that's bus, one of the bro. points that people complain oh, about man. that I, I can't believe you. Disagree I can't with. believe you. Everything Tell me, that he's done. And no. he has. He got exactly what he wanted. Exactly. I think he got exactly no, what he wanted. I, but he didn't it, want to be involved fine. in the Game of Thrones anymore. Yes. He wanted to go north of the wall and just live and with again, people. For me, it's not. That's what he always they, wanted. It's not where they ended. I agree with that. They should, but but you banish him. You sully his name. You you want to why? Maybe. But he didn't you know want the name point? in the first place. He didn't but, want but, any but of it. Right, right, hold on. Hold he's, on. To- he's torn away from one. Let me ask you a question. He's torn away from his family. I I grant you. He's, his best place is north of the wall. But now he can't. If we go by what those guys said, he can't have kids. He can't take on a wife. Oh, he's not going to listen to that crap. Exactly. But, but that's not no, him. No, no, he's not no, even part of the question anymore. I can kill this. But that's, that's, not, that's not his character. That's what he asked. Like His, his character is <laughs> not John, go, 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 listen, go, go, go. I'm sorry. You have to remember. <laughs> you, have to, you have to remember. That to us, you just said, you just said, what do you think? <laughs> they said right now. <laughs> no, listen, you gotta get in here, man. You what know? did you say? You're upset because you make him a criminal, but he is a criminal. She took the throne and she's yeah. the rightful queen. He killed, that he killed the queen. There's no more okay? throne. I understand, but what I'm saying is, though, like, by their <laughs> laws, there's a wheelchair, the queen, okay. <laughs> Do you not suffer consequences? Even though he might have been justified, is she not the queen? Was she not the queen? Was yeah. she ever? Was, yes, wait, 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 no, no, no. Who, 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 who. Was wait, there a Daenerys, coronation? Yeah. Daenerys was never the queen because no, she was there never. There was no coronation. Yeah, exactly. 
No, she was their queen. Remember that. She, she is. She, she was is, John's queen. He even said it. She was the queen of all these people. Okay. Who Just, coronated her? Yeah, there's no coronation. If there's no coronation, it's not official. It's not official, it's not official bro. Come on. Come on. Come on. You know what I'm saying? I, look, I think no, right now, no, 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 it boils down to whether he's a criminal or not. She is an invading force. I know that he gets what you want. She is an invading force at this point. Right. She's not a ruler. She's not a queen. Nobody has gone up. Nobody you has put the lie? crown on her head look, and stuff like okay, that. So, so she was, she was, she, she was. She didn't get a chance. Hold on. She was Khaleesi. She was queen of like all these other lands. And then what did John do? He abdicated his throne and bent the knee to her, making her their queen. Which the North hated. And That's the fine, North, but the, it doesn't matter. The North they still, they nope. hated it. Guess what? I don't like the fact that it. Trump is the president, but he's still the president. But they never recognized yeah. her as a queen. They did. I don't recognize yeah. him as a president. They didn't like it, but they didn't immediately revolt. They didn't immediately revolt and kill John Snow. There's no, she was a means to the end. But to them, they just accepted it. You know what I mean? They had to. But this they not have the, the only one who outright challenged it was Sansa. The only one who outright said something about challenging that was was Sansa. Nobody else said anything. Everybody else is going, okay. But we, regardless, whatever. We thought you were the king of the North, but I guess like this chick but is king of the North. Right so like as king, kind of resigned as to that king, fate. So she as was. King, he had the right. As king, he has the right to abdicate all his people. It's like to her throne. Okay, which is what he did. And it's kind of like also. But again, like, she's still an invading force. Right? No, but I totally agree with what you're saying though about the coronation thing because it, it, it's like that, it, it's, I it's like us going to another country and saying, you know what, we're we're our, we're going to be the kings of your 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 people, right? Mm-hmm. We go and invade, but we haven't, you know, there's there's not that officialness. No, or something, right? or saying? something, or something. We're an invading okay. force. We're so an occupying so force. So that's so all so they. Let's, let's, so that's, that's what she is right now. Or something as official as just getting promoted, like you could. Put in like a new rank on yourself, but that's not official until you're actually Listen, doing, like, I, the citation. I can't say that, that, I'm but we're talking about we're talking about, we're talking about like our current society versus medieval society. Okay, it's the, the coronation. There. The coronation was just kind of like a lot of times coronations happen years after an actual person would take over yeah. the throne. And I, 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 I and didn't not find to mention with that, and really not did. to mention that to the unsullied, she was their queen. Okay, so if he kills her, in their minds, he is a criminal. And now. Brand, this is again why I think that it was the right move because it showed that Brand can be a political person. He played politics. Whoa. Okay? So he played the politics. He showed that he can rule politically. Okay? And he, uh, you know, I think that he did the right thing. Also, knowing, okay, knowing that this is where John is going to end up freeing himself. I think that Brand did the right thing. It's like, you know what? I'm going to banish him. So that in the unsullied eyes and everybody else's eyes, politically, he did the right thing. Yeah. And in John's eyes, he also did the right thing. It's kind of like that's so why like, I'm accepting that. I like it. Think, think of it this way. Think of Jamie. Think of Jamie Lannister. The man. Everybody knows that he killed the Mad King when the Mad King was basically trying to kill everyone, and they still called him the Mad King for, or they still call him Kingslayer for years. It kind of would be the same thing with John, even but, though he did the, the right thing. That name would have still followed him if he stayed in like the main part of Westeros. He still would have been like Queen Slayer or whatever, even though yeah. he did the right thing. Yeah. But he, Jamie did the right thing. But he, he didn't want to live to the in north. That. He's going to the north. The north didn't care for her. It's not like she was a beloved. They still wouldn't have worked. Know, but it if anything, the Unsullied wouldn't have accepted that. Yeah, they, they were still they were that. still all power. Let me let me put it around. But let me put it to you this way: that where's the yeah. peace? He's he got he gets. This is a choice he had to make. He gets he gets banished to the wall, right? 
the Insoli sell to sale tonight. Yeah. They're probably not coming back. Okay. Yeah, but again, you have to unless they him. hear that oh John is back, like they don't give, they didn't give us justice. He might not even stay. If stay he's there, in the north, know? who's gonna go over there and rat him out? You and, don't and know the, that, and you don't know that. But see, that's all hypothetical. Yeah, we got to talk about what yeah. happened. What but happened yeah. was the right choice. Yes. But here's or the, the other piece. He's supposed to be banished. He's supposed to be banished to the wall, right? That was that was the settlement that they agreed on. Yeah. He's not keeping the settlement anyway. Exactly, and Brand knew but that. Brand knew that. That's what makes so him a brand good new, All of this is going to happen. I'm not talking about Brand now. I'm talking about John's character. And, I understand and the thing. that, but that's what the difference does it make whether you banish him to the to the wall, exactly. and then he leaves anyway, see, exactly. Exactly. or you this say you banish him, the and then let him go to the north, or let so, him live in the so, north. So this you know is what I'm saying that, like, okay, so if Brand again, I, I see this as like a political uh, tool that Brand used to. You know, show that he can be a good politician, okay, by managing mm-hmm. John, as opposed to being like, no, we're taking John Hunter. He could have said that. Look at this. No, and he could have killed the Unsullied. He could have been that type of king, but Look. he didn't. Look at okay, it. but hold on. So you say that like, what would have been the difference? There's the difference would have been that like, if John uh, went back down below the wall in the realms. Mm-hmm. Okay, within the realm, then difference. he would have had to he would have had to still seek that justice to keep the unsullied happy. Brand would have had to be the one to exact justice. He's like he's breaking the oath and the truth that yeah, like, the, the, if he's the, north the of the wall, like he just went like, once you're court, you still broke, you still broke the agreement. Yeah, but, 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 but past, was when you go that's, not, that's not Brand's jurisdiction. You, that's, that's not, not exactly, Brand has no has power there. Do it, so if he wanders around up there, Brand can't do anything. So if he's wandering around Winterfell, Brand has to do something. But it's not. It's more a matter not. No, it's more like not when they find out, but if the Unsullied yeah. find out, he's wandering around into Winterfell, and then it, they never even try. Yeah, but but at least if you send him to the Night's Watch, and he leaves uh-huh. there and goes further north, ASAP. that makes more sense. But who's the Lord Commander of the Wall at this point of the Night's Watch? John. <laughs> yeah, it would have to be John. It probably would have been John Snow. But there's also no Night's Watch yeah, anymore. No, the way that I see it. Well, there's no point to have one. One, and they're all dead too. No, but like, well, said you need some place to send broken criminals and ambassadors, yeah, right? So there is there is still a need. It's like a Rikers yeah. Island and stuff yeah. like that. But my, my point is, what in Grey Worm's eyes, what difference does it make if he's in Winterfell or he's wandering in, in the in the wild? It does, because, but it matters be, to Bran. That's the point. It matters to Bran, Bran not Grey Worm. But because, again, what, Bran has to do something if he's wandering around Winterfell. He but doesn't have to do anything if he's wandering north. Why not? He's like, I don't know anything about that. I sent it to the Night's Watch. But he wandered from and besides, the other thing too. That's not my land. The other thing too. But it doesn't matter. Hold on, but hold on. I'm going to hold you accountable. That's not part of the kingdoms. But, but I'm going to hold you accountable thing. because you know what? You said you were going to keep them there. You I didn't, you so, didn't keep the, your thing. Hold on, hold on. So. But here's the thing. Okay? If he's in Winterfell, okay, uh, would, would John be happier than would I, I, than And that's what I said. Because you're saying like, what would it matter if he went there and he went down to Winterfell or both? You know what I mean? Like, I think that like, it does matter in the sense that, like, if you write in the story that he went there and he just, like, stopped at Winterfell and stayed there, then, one, the Night's Watch doesn't work because it's the Night's Watch that's supposed to escort him up there, okay? And there would have had to be some sort of, like, battle or whatever and this, time the other. And they would have still had to, like, for the Night's Watch to be legit, they still would have had to, you know, uh, continually, like, try to get John up there. I don't even think that's the point of the wall at this point. Yeah. No, again, it's the point of the wall is to be the prison. The point of the wall is to be the prison. They can rebuild. 
You know, yeah, but the point, the like point of the point of the wall is really yeah, like true. Riker's prison. It's like an Alcatraz. Brand the builder. Yeah, Alcatraz. Yeah. yeah, maybe Brand the builder will come back and like. And then the other thing the too is that like, yeah, sure, you could have put him in Winterfell, but is that for the fans? Is that for John? For John's story? No, and, and yeah. again, like I said, I don't, I don't have a problem with where he's at, but. But my whole thing is that this was a guy that was willing to sacrifice himself for everything, right? And everything that he did was in in the the vein of doing something good. Yeah. And it's what do you do? That's also the point. You it's throw him under the bus. You don't throw him under the bus. Who got rewarded for their good deeds? Tyrion. Tyrion. No, Tyrion. Well, Tyrion. Basically, he got everything he wanted. Not really. He got his. He got his. What? What was his dream job at the very beginning? He wanted to be the hand. He wanted to be the guy that. But yeah, that you won. know what? Yeah, he, he ended, ended up. Well, you, so know, great. you know, the other yeah, thing too is he, like, he doesn't deserve it though. He does deserve it. You know, again, Bran playing the politician of saying that like, what about Tyrion? Oh, he has a life sentence to helping fix all the mistakes that he made. Yeah, okay, that's, that's Bran being the politician to the unsullied so that it, don't know anything. So does okay. uh, Tyrion get Castle Rock now? Probably. Yeah, he, I don't think he ever lost it. He's always, he's always no, been, no, he's never had it. He's never had it. He's supposed to be the heir. But Tywin said, Tywin said, you'll never get this. Yeah, exactly. Right? Gets it. I'm like, now it doesn't matter. Oh, that's a big punishment. That's a huge punishment. But see, that's what I'm saying. Like, but like, what's wrong with that? What's wrong with Tyrion getting everything that he deserves? He's the one that's been through hell and back. Why shouldn't he have like? Yes, exactly. And John literally got, was held back. Yes, he and died. John, and John gets to be with he, John gets to be the only <laughs> free person in the, in the entire world. Okay, he gets to be in with the free folk. And then, Sansa's been through hell and back. She gets to be queen. Tyrion's been through hell and back. He gets to live and he gets to be the hand. Bran has been through hell and back and he gets to rule. John, I, I just I, I, I think he's always like, going to be a divisive character. Bad in any way. I, I want to get to what I think was the part of the scene that, that that I didn't like, which was how easily Sansa was kind of like, you know what, the North is going to be independent. Mm-hmm. I was just like, sure, cool. Because and, and here, here's what I'll say to that. Here's what I'll say. To that. Oh, okay, here he comes. And I get it. He's got the cork. But it, it, in spite <laughs> of all of these other people not being politically savvy, like you said, these other lords don't understand politics. They don't understand Game of Thrones. For all of them, not one of them to be like, "Hey, can I have that arrangement too?" Not, mm-hmm. not a single one to okay. object. It. Never occurred. Not even, occur not even a peep. You know what I mean? For for them to eventually agree to that again, I don't. I wouldn't have had a problem with that. But like for nobody to say anything not at all. No, not Dorne. Not the Iron Islands. The Iron Islands were promised to be an independent kingdom by Daenerys. That was promised. That was made to Yara, even mm-hmm. though she probably wouldn't have fulfilled it. Brandon make that promise, and how come now this new guy gets to be king, and that promise just disappeared? It's gone, and she says nothing well, about because it. of that. Because you know? when a new guy becomes king, old promises don't matter. Right? No objections Trump, at all. Trump became president. All of Obama's state stuff doesn't matter. But no objections at all. It does. That's to perfectly it. fine too, in my yeah. opinion. Because the other thing too was that it's always been known that Winterfell was self sufficient, and there were completely different people from the rest of the six kingdoms. And the six kingdoms, they all like had to have their uh, resources interchange with the other kingdoms, you know, like all of them, you know, the uh, the, the gold from Dorne, the the wheat fields from Highgarden, mm-hmm. you know, everything. They had to have this kind of like uh, the kingdom in order so that they can um, stop battling, stop fighting each other over these resources and actually like have like some sort of commonwealth. Whereas the Winterfell never needed anybody, and that's always been the thing. They've said this 
early on in the show that the people of Winterfell will talk about the Winterfell itself as a whole different beast, a whole different animal, and they do their own thing. You know, they, they, that's why they were just. They did previously follow whoever the king was. Even though they were independent, they were still only, under Robert and under. Yeah, only under Robert, Robert, but simply it was more because of the whole. The friendship, like, maybe? It does, between the friendship, yeah. That's all it was. Start. Because Ned also oh, yeah. did not want to be king of anything. You know? Yeah. Robert that's said, true. well, you're going to be my warden then. My and warden in the door. He asked him originally beforehand, if you guys remember, he told him, like, you know, when we when we took over this uh, this kingdom, you know, you should have been with me from the very beginning, this, that, and the other. But no, you wanted to go back to your home and family, and so I made you warning instead. You know, mm-hmm. that's all it was. So well, again, he, he, if anything, king. that's like foreshadowing Jon Snow, right? Like he didn't want to be king. Where did he learn all his lessons from? From Ned. You know, and so Ned's dead. Some of the bad lessons that he learned. And that is that. But again, like that just like goes to show that like everything happened the way it may not have been the way that we maybe would have wanted it to happen. But if these characters were alive and this was a real world, it's how the characters would have wanted that to happen. Well, what we, the, the only thing we can wrap it up with is I guess uh, Arya's turn as the new Magellan on the show. <laughs> yeah. Becoming the explorer. Going to, or the uh, new Provosi. Uh, <laughs> going to Middle Earth. Yeah. I think they already said that that's not going to be the spinoff. I think oh, it's yeah, not they, they, okay. said, they already said that that's not the spinoff, which actually that's I'm fine with that because I'm yeah. not The other thing, too, is again, like, the, like there's going to be more books yeah. that take place after the show's end. Yeah. So my thing is, like, all of this must have been done with the restriction of, like, hey, this is where, like, the books are going to go here eventually. Okay. So if you're going to. Oh, yeah. And if, you're gonna here, if you're gonna so it's not to ruin here, my books, then you have to. Then Arya, Arya has to be on the ship, and she ha- like Sansa has to be queen, and John needs to be king of the free folk. You know that had to happen. You know, but are they gonna tell the public that? No, no, okay. of course not. My assumption is that that's what it is. George <laughs> Martin's like, look, this is like I'm not gonna give you how I'm gonna do everything, but this is what I need to happen for it to continue in the books. This Wait. is my plan. I'm noticing this detail here. I just I didn't notice that in the episode. Gendry is with Arya on that ship. I, I didn't see that. I didn't see that. I, I, I was reading this in our little uh, list over here, but oh, I did not. We got a little bit of break. We break down the world. That would be weird. I don't remember seeing that. Yeah, yeah that, that would be that would be weird because that means that like there's nobody that's like uh, manning the house of uh, yeah. yeah. Right. And, and also, like, yeah, based on the last conversation they had, for them to go off and adventure together. Probably, I could be wrong with that. that wouldn't make sense. a lot of sense either. But that's basically, that I mean, the, the final shot of the show. If that happened, then that would be the only problem that I would be. That would be something. <laughs> that's the only one. The whole episode. Everything else is fine to me. I'm I trying to be in the middle ground here. I, I still like found it. a few hot plot holes that didn't be weird for me. I like everything. But if that's the case, then I'm Although, I, although no, I'm still okay that. with the final shot. Scratch right. that. I'm still okay with the final shot because it did, as has been pointed out in yes. many in many places online, it did mirror the beginning of the of the series when they first ventured outside the wall for the first time. And again, I do think it reflects that John is going out to live a free life. If he's not going out to live a free life, um, he he is king of the free folk. Perhaps, perhaps that's the life that he's going to lead up there. But it it. And we get to see Ghost again. He highly gets the pet Ghost again, so that's mm-hmm. a good thing. But it's, I think it's a fitting ending that got there in a very messy way. Mm-hmm. And I think that's literally the problem that, that I find in, in small details, in big scenes, in the overarching season. In, in season seven, I kind of started to see what I thought were these issues developing. I, would, I, I always compare it to uh, The Walking Dead, which is another yeah. show that was a big phenomenon. And then I think and of moments, 
it's a big fail, but like I think a moment's because I know you disagree, Wolfie, but I think that a lot of the decisions that the characters made this last couple of seasons became more plot driven. And that's when I stopped watching The Walking Dead because and I remember a moment too. I don't remember the character specifically, but because I haven't seen it in like three or four seasons. But there's there's a character who who is holding another character prisoner from like a rival camp. Uh, they're like on the second floor of a building or something like that. And like he, the character that's being held prisoner tells the the character who's part of the main group of the show, Walking Dead character, some story about like he feels responsible because his friend is out there as a zombie, and like it's his fault that his friend's a zombie. And he wanted to kill his friend, like he wanted to kill his zombie friend so that he could release his friend's spirit or whatever. And this character, who's like part of the main group of the Walking Dead characters, who's usually one of the more stoic, tougher, like make the difficult decision, yeah. do the bad thing if it needs to be done, characters, like, let's, like, unties this guy and lets him, like, look out the window. And then this guy immediately knocks her out and escapes. That, to me, is something that started happening, not to that same bad extent, because yeah. that was when I started watching The Walking Dead. Like, so I was like, these fuckers are just going to be stupid to advance the plot, and I'm not with that. But I feel like Game of Thrones started stumbling in that direction. And that's, again, why I think with more time, we could have had something not just good, but something truly great, which is what we all wanted out of these last couple seasons. See, I mean, like, I mean, I I understand your point, and I don't want to get into any more fights. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This guy had a weapon the whole time, man. Yeah, sorry. (laughs) Um, I, uh... I mean, I I disagree because I thought that it was great. Mm -hmm. It's just, uh, like, I also know what people wanted it to happen. Yeah, you know, like obviously everybody that was that was a uh, team Danny wanted Danny on the throne. Everybody team John. Oh, I bought John on the throne. Yeah, you know that's all looking at things from a perspective of like what well, I want. Okay, it's a yeah, it is. Yeah. It was very yeah. much yeah. like sports. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. I didn't look at it like that. Yeah. you know, I just wanted to enjoy the ride and like let the story be fleshed out however it had to be, it and make sure flesh. that everybody got <laughs> you know what what they deserved. I think everybody did get what they deserved. So let's let's close it out this way. We did thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs down before we started the episode. I say thumbs up. Do you guys want to let's say rate it uh, from one to five? One to five. Just give a number. Why don't, why don't we do eight pizza slices? Eight pizza slices. <laughs> right. We are. Do any any arbitrary number where I can kind of like get right over the middle. I will give it a seven, just because there are a couple of things that, like I said, with the editing. I think there would have been a much more mm-hmm. better impact. Like if you just make splitting those episodes, if you, if, right? if you, it's not just splitting the episodes. I think if you just place Danny's death at the end of her conquest, True. it would have been that shock too, right? Like we would have seen like the episode, this episode is all about like Danny and her conquest and we see her in the throne room and this, that, and the other. And what we think is going to happen, which is Danny taking the throne, mm-hmm. doesn't happen. And instead we say, you see her get killed. And then that would have been the shock factor. Mm-hmm. And then the last episode would have been the whole like fleshing out, well, where does this leave us? You know, if they had done that, I think I would have given it a full eight slices of pizza. For the, so this is for the final season, right? So if I'm going to rate well, the for entire, the episode. For me, for the episode. Because okay. they take that part out and put in the previous episode. And this episode was just about like the future of Westeros and the future of the, the characters. Then mm-hmm. that would have made it a perfect episode for me. I'm going to expand a little bit and maybe kind of jerk and add a couple of ratings to this one. But for the episode, I'm going to give the episode a five out of eight. I think that okay. it's not a failure. I think that there are a few things that are unfortunately, again, it's all about the time for me. It's all about time constraints. 
And what you said about editing the episode probably would have gone a long way to help you yeah. too. The editing in this season kind of fell flat to me too, which is how some of the time stuff ends up getting kind of timey-wimey, so to speak. Uh, for the season, I'm going to give the season this, the, this, a similar rating, a 5 out of 8. I thought it started off strong. I thought the Battle of Winterfell was really awesome. I thought the resolution was cool. Again, a bit rushed. The episodes following that, to me, kind of started to decline a little bit in quality, in, in my opinion, after the Battle of Winterfell. Um, and for the series, I want to say a 6 out of 8. 6 out of 8 slices. It would have been a 7 out of 8 easily if this final season had landed a little bit better with me. Um, but that's just my overall opinion about the show, this episode, and the series in general. Um, for the hurts, gentlemen. Yeah, everybody's entitled to it. Uh, that's well, why we have these little conversations. Well, has your opinion changed? I don't think so. It sounds no. like you're pretty. Uh, <laughs> no, you kind of dug your heels deep in there. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But you know, I, I there there are certain things that that annoyed me about this this particular episode, this particular season. Um, I, I'm gonna say this. So, um, Benioff and Weiss are the showrunners for the show, right? Um, they're going to be doing Star Wars very, very soon. I think they're. Which I can't fans. wait for. That's the old public. Because they're great. Yes. Yeah, seen those yes. numbers, right? They're amazing. Well, but, <laughs> they but did a great job with Game of Thrones. No, 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 no. But, but here's what I'm going to say. And I heard this someplace else. I wish the best with Star Wars. I hope they really knock it out of the park. I, I had this. I had this conversation with ASAP before we started this on the way here, right? And I'm going to say it again because I think it, it bears relevance. And I heard this someplace else, and I wish I remember where I heard it from, but you know, so I can give them credit, right? But Benioff and Weiss, they are the showrunners of the show, right? This is the first time that they've actually done a TV show, okay? And what they what they were doing when they pitched the show to hbo they had a specific vision in mind right they said this is what we want to do based on the books and stuff like that and you know hbo loved it they said you know you guys are game of thrones fans we can we know that we can rely on you to give us a great product right at the time that they pitched the show they were already four books deep by the time that the show started production they were five books deep they had all that stuff to adapt they are awesome adapters, right? Adaptation from season one through six, Game of Thrones arguably was probably the best TV show on television, right? Seven and eight, they did not have the benefit of having books to rely on, books to adapt. So they had to shift from being guys who adapt to being guys who create. And I think at that point, that's where the wheel that was supposed to be broken, it actually fell off, right? So that being said, I'm having a hard time with this because you know what? I love the show, right? I, I thought the show was phenomenal up until a point. And even, even then, there were some things where you can say that you love the show. But then, like I said, for me, where the, where the characters ended up, it's fine. It's just how we got there and how quickly we got there. Yeah. Is it that they wanted to start on Star Wars right away? Is it that because they had the opportunity to make this longer? HBO went to them and said, listen, you can do two 10-episode um, seasons. They said, no, we want to cut it to six, seven and six. They chose not to do they chose. They chose to make this shorter. George R.R. R. Martin said, you know what? 
This should go longer. You may even want to add another season to it. They said no. So with all of that being said, there's some quality that was lost these last two seasons. So this particular season, this particular was, at, like Jose said, that first episode was phenomenal. We saw that together, right? That first episode was phenomenal. Ever since then, it's kind of creeped down in quality. Going yeah, so mm -hmm. um, I'm overall, I'm with Jose. I'm like a six of eight in terms of, you know, pizza slices for the season. I'm probably five of eight for this last episode. I'm going to go four slices and maybe a bite of the next slice because I, I just, the choices that they made just didn't seem to coincide with how they got there. That's all I'm going to say. And I know I'm the bad guy in this vil in this, in this episode and that's fine. I'll take it on. But you know what? I got to say what I got to say. You know what I'm saying? All right. So, and ASAP, what do you think, man? Game of Thrones is awesome. Seven out of eight slices. My man, there you go. <laughs> so overall, I think the consensus over here that it is definitely at least worth a watch. Yeah, uh, multiple can't, times. Uh, every Maybe single enough. fan of Game of Thrones, you should be trying to push this episode, or not just the episode, but the show to every single person, the one percent of the people that have not seen the show. Uh, Andre being yeah, one of them, and so that's why he's not on this podcast. He's coming through. Yeah, he's yeah. in yeah. season three, I think. Oh, oh Red yeah. Wedding. Yeah, he just he just passed the Red Wedding. From me, just season three. Really? Yeah, see, just see from me, season three and season seven were. Equally the best season. Season three and season seven. I love season seven. I like season yeah. three better. Yeah, yeah. me too. You, it, just because of the impact, it was the first time that we saw like something like really, really, really messed up, like really okay. out there on television. Like, yeah, you know what, you know what exactly. I'm. Well, like, I think that if you compare it between like the Battle of Bastards and stuff, like it's just it's incomparable. Well, there, there are there are singular episodes like the Battle of the Bastards. The guy who did that. Um, the director also did Winterfell, the Battle yeah. of Winterfell. Yeah, also, you know? so yeah. yeah. Like so he he's got a really whenever they had a battle, he was the guy that they went to. Yeah, because he, he does it really good. From Lord of the Rings. Yep. He watched um, the Battle of Helm's Deep bunch of times before he set up these bad these big battles, these big set pieces, and it shows in a lot of the scenes. I, I yeah, the, the whole like oh everything was too dark. I thought that was cool. I thought it was cool, but. It's it was kind of like dark, yeah, but, but it's like, feel chaotic. It's like yeah. the fog of war, right? Yeah. You really don't know what's going on and stuff. So the, the battle at candlelight, I yeah. thought it was kind of in cool detail. I'm not too too mad at that, you know. Overall, so we all agree that Game of Thrones is an awesome show that you should check out, and don't be too too sad about being too disappointed at the end. Even though we did, you know, poke a few holes in it, we overall all still enjoyed the series and the resolution. To a certain extent, part of it is just we just wanted more. Why wouldn't you want more of a show that you really enjoy, right? Um, but yeah, that would be our big small council meeting, our, our small small council meeting, mm -hmm. our small council convening to discuss the final episode of the final season of Game of Thrones. We want to thank you all once again for joining us on Pop Culture Over Pizza. As always, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, you can find us on Google Podcasts, we are on Instagram, we are on Twitter. Pop Culture Podcast. You can find us on Facebook. Like, share, subscribe, check us out. Give us some suggestions. Give us some of your opinions on the final episode. We know the Game of Thrones is going to be in the pop culture consciousness. 
for the next couple of weeks. I think there's a documentary next coming out. Years. Right? There's a documentary yeah, coming out. This Sunday. Yeah. This Sunday. Right? Well, well, we're be, releasing this on Monday, but it'll be the Sunday before. Yeah, many many of you have, may have seen the documentary before before you, you hear us, and there'll be more stuff to talk about, certainly, from the documentary. We'll check it out as well. Um, but again, thanks for joining us on Pop Culture Over Pizza from Jose. I'm saying peace. Wolfie over here later. This is Darth Walt because I know Wolfie thinks I've gone totally to the dark side. <laughs> Absolutely. And I am no one. <laughs> Once again, thank you all of, uh, all of you out there for joining us. And from all of us over here and to all of you out there on the internet, stay geeky, my friends.